0: Welcome to the Tournament Poker Edge podcast, brought to you by TournamentPokerEdge.com, the only podcast dedicated exclusively to tournament poker strategy. And now, here are your hosts, Ron Fez, Buddy, and Killingbird. Hello,
1: everyone. Welcome to the Tournament Poker Edge podcast. I am Killing Bird, and as always, joined by my very good friend, Ron Fezbuddy. How are you, sir? Very good. How are you? Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Sort of. Yeah. We're, I guess we're a week out from your birthday or so. week over.
2: It's a little, it's over now.
1: Yeah. So we had a, an awesome birthday celebration. Yep. Well,. It was meant to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go so awesome. Yeah, so we, we headed down to uh, Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic yep. for the Punta Cana Poker Classic. Um, great venue. Yeah. yeah, let me set the stage for that. For yeah, this yeah. Set it up. So,
2: it's my 40th birthday, so, you know, old man jokes can ensue here.
1: <laughs> Welcome to my yep. generation.
2: Um, and, you know, my wife is not much of a party person. You know, she, and you know, we really don't want to spend a lot of money on like a big 40th birthday party. So she's like, "Why don't you go find a poker trip?" You know, what do you really want to do, right? I'm like, "Yeah, I pretty much do want to just go play poker."
1: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'd pick the same thing. Yeah,
2: so she's like, "Why don't you find a poker trip?" So I look online and I see that the Punta Cana Poker Classic is happening right during my birthday, and it's at an all-inclusive resort. That looks beautiful um in doing a little research the you know it's a hard rock hard rock resort casino um doing a little research it's pretty much one of the softest tournaments apparently um although it didn't seem as soft um well maybe it did, but um it's supposed to be a soft tournament um and it's and the schedule was sick it was like five days. Tons of tournaments, all in the two hundred to five hundred dollars range, except for the main event, which was sixteen fifty. Um, I was like, "This sounds great. Let's let's do it." And you went ahead and won a seat um, through, or you bought a seat. I forget.
1: What you did. Yeah, bought a seat through. Well, yeah, bought a seat through somebody who won a seat,
2: right? Basically. And that included the room and all. You know, so basically, like, would you buy the seat for like? Six hundred dollars above the tournament buy-in price, something like that. Yeah, right.
1: So, uh yeah, like three
2: fifty, three fifty above. $350 above. So you know, you get you get the run of the resort, all you can eat, whenever you wanted to eat, all you could drink, you know. And it's a beautiful resort in the Dominican Republic. And so, we added me to that. Got you know, got a room two beds um
3: <laughs> and a hot <laughs> tub <laughs>
2: um and they added me for 500 bucks and it's an all-inclusive to punta cana for basically 500 dollars if you don't count the uh the tournaments in it right right C- could not beat that and then on top of that you had a great tournament so it was really an awesome awesome time and a great thing to do for you know a milestone birthday
1: yeah and I'll I'll preface this by saying I have no affiliation with the Punta Cana Poker Classic. We're not a, an affiliate or anything like that. But if you're looking for like like a fun yeah. like vacation type trip where you can play poker, like I would honestly recommend it. I mean, the all you can eat, all you can drink thing is great because you don't have to worry about like how much your meal is going to cost yeah. or, you know, $200 bar tabs or whatever. You just and, and literally in the poker room, they have food all set up in like sort of buffet style. Yeah. You can eat all day long, if you want to. I mean, obviously, a beautiful place to The beach was amazing, like all that kind of stuff. I mean, and the you couldn't find great. a much better deal. I mean, yeah,
2: If yep. You busted out. They had a two or three hundred dollar tournament starting up pretty much right after that. And if you busted out of that, there was another. You know, you could either re-enter if it's early enough, or you go into another two or three hundred dollar tournament right after that. And yeah, you know,
1: turbos, satellites. Yeah. I mean, pretty much anything you wanted to play. They had cash games going on down in the casino, and just uh, you know, nice. Like
2: there were no assholes really at any of my tables no everyone's just kind of in a good mood you
1: know, yeah those, and really really well run yeah. know, i thought the tournament director did a great job the whole floor staff dealers were great they, they flew them all in uh they were people who i talked to a few of the dealers they're all guys who do like circuit events and things like that but yeah. they flew the staff in so you know, never had a bad dealer never had a bad bad floor decision like everything was just yeah. and really one of the best run events i've ever been to and, to be honest
2: and we're pr- you know we're probably not we're probably doing the wrong thing here by promoting it so much, but you know, <laughs> yeah. people like there's no threads about it on two plus two. There, like, there's just not a lot of of buzz around it. So th- yeah. there were some very good players there. Don't get me wrong. People were for sure people who understand and were value seeking were, were there. Um, yeah. But it's a lot of people who were making a little poker vacation and yeah. You know, and, you know
1: along the lines of the poker vacation concept, I. Came, I mean, like, say you're, you're a guy who just likes to play in his home game once in a while and maybe travels to one event a year. And, and, you know, you like the things that go along with playing in poker tournaments. I left with so much stuff that I couldn't get it all in my bag. I yeah. left some stuff in the room. So you get, like, a hat, a card protector, two hoodies, three T-shirts, a coffee mug. Like, you get all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, the World Series might give you a food voucher once in a while. Like, you know, you don't get those kind of perks. I mean... I mean, granted. I mean, it's a hoodie and a hat that I'll probably never wear. But um, you know, it's just kind of it's it's cool that you kind of get treated. I mean, they they threw a VIP cocktail party for all the players the night before it started. Um, you know, that's not the kind of red carpet that usually gets rolled out yeah. <laughs> at, at most stops. Yeah, for poker tournaments. Yeah. So nope.
2: definitely a good time uh, and a fun tournament. And the main event was great. Great tournament.
1: Yeah, oh, structure 30. was killer. Everything was really good. Um, how's your main event go? Oh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Happy birthday, right? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to 40. Uh,
2: I took an awful beat, as you know. And yeah, I, will, I will cool. take this forum to talk about it. Because I
1: can <laughs> Yeah, get it off your chest. <laughs> get it off my chest.
4: I actually
2: was really devastated by this one. Like, you know, I actually will call this worse. This felt worse by order of magnitude than the main event. Because the main event was cooler, um, you know I got busted on a set of fours under a set of tens, right? And you can- and you know it was a great spot. The guy was his you know his range was, you know either a set of tens or aces kings or queens all the time. And I have no regrets. I I really did not like it. Like I think I was over the main event bust out by the time we got back to the house. Right. This one really shook me. <laughs> it was like yeah, it was
1: a massive.
2: <laughs> so um, it was still day one, but it was after dinner. Um, I had seventy k. Uh, I think we we're playing about two more hours. We were at three hundred, six hundred, um, and I okay. So table is relatively.
3: Yeah, it's maybe
2: just three or four decent players, three or four mediocre, one or two bad. Um, you know, it was a fine table, it was, you know, picking spots and chipping up, and um, I had actually doubled up to 110k um, at at 153, um, when a guy who, he just shoved a flush draw when I had a set, I think, uh, on the flop, and uh, I held, and I mean, it was the biggest part of the tournament, and I was definitely chip leader, and, and since then, I was backsliding a little bit, um, you know, just Missing, you know, you know how it comes, bluffing, flops, right? sea betting, just
1: you know, yeah, you know having to fold. taking a
2: couple stabs, um, and really, you know, like I, I had that was four hours ago, and and I, I was down to about, I don't know, 85k or so within two hours, and I just kind of slowed down and just you know, no spots were coming to me, so I was just kind of not doing much. Um, I did get involved in one hand where um, I don't remember all the details, but I did bluff a river against a relatively tight player who I thought could never call unless he had the nuts and then he he raised me to like you know a pretty big substantial amount so and i had nothing so i folded um and the reason i bring that up is because there was a player who moved two to my left um you know after like i said i got up to 110 lost some pots down to about 80 85 and um the only play he saw me really play um was that hand which was probably an hour ago when uh now this guy he was very good and very aggressive, and clearly, you know, a decent player, a good player. Um, I didn't look him up or anything; I couldn't tell who he, what, you know who he was, but I could tell he knew what he was doing. So he's two to my left. Um, like I said, my image is pretty tight. His, his image is pretty aggro. Uh, we're at three six, and I have about seventy k. I have him covered by about five k, I think. And um, I I look down at aces. I haven't played a hand in a while, but I'm on the button, and I just, you know, min race 1200. He makes it 32, and I'm in heaven here. <laughs> I mean, I really am in heaven. Um, no, sorry, he makes it 42.
1: That's right. He did, yeah, I remember you telling me he made it 42. He,
2: he makes it 42, which I love, um, because that allows me to go to 9K and hope he spazzes. And I. So I do. I go to 9K, and I feel like 9K is the perfect size there. Um, so I go to 9K, you know, sit there. He looks at me, goes all in. Call, right? Throw the cards in their backs. He has king four suited, uh, and I have aces, obviously. And, uh, you know, it's – you know the bad beat's coming, right? But the way the way <laughs> this comes – <laughs> the flop. I'm trying to remember the, the, the hand. The flop is. say so he's king four. The flop is ten, uh, five, six, two spades. I have ace spades. It's like the safest flop in the world. Sa- safest flop in the world. And I, I, I played enough poker to not be relaxed pre-flop. You mm-hmm. know, once the cards go down, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh fuck. I'm like actually nervous. Yeah. because I have... I'm at risk. I'm not at risk, but, you know, this is a huge pot.
1: This is 140k
2: yeah. at 3.6. This is clearly... This is by far the chip lead in the, in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, it's not close. Like,
1: I think at this point, I had, like, 58k and I was cruising. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I was just like, yeah, this
2: is... I'm, I got all the chips in the world. Right. So, um... So, I'm, like, not... You know, I'm thrilled to get in aces, you know, pre-flop, but I'm also, like, uh, okay, 20% of the time, you know, I could lose here. Um, yeah. so the flop is as safe as can be. And then we get the two of spades, which gives me the th- four-card flush as well. So we're still feeling pretty good. The only hands that could really hurt us are uh, three threes, right? The non-three of, of spades. And of course, the three of clubs rolls off on the river. <laughs> and the entire tournament stops. And it's like, whoa! You know, it's like... You hate to be that guy who loses the hand oh, where the yeah. whole tournament explodes.
1: Right. And And the crazy thing was I heard this outpour yeah. or this outburst and I didn't even know that was it until we talked like three, four hours later and I was like, Oh, that was you uh, And then I put the, the dots together. Yeah. Like, oh.
2: yeah. And um and then, you know, the the tournament is tweeting about it, right? Worst, yeah. worst beat, you know, whatever this guy's name was, you know, because he, I guess he was a, he was a known person. I mean, he has a million in cash, his live, like, you know, I yeah. mean, look, he, he I, I, I mean, I I think it was a really bad play just because of my image at that point. I really was not, like, right. I, can, I, can, I can run up an aggro image, but in this particular case, I was just really just chilling and cruising and not forcing any issues. I was not, I was, my momentum was gone. I was just kind of just chilling and waiting for you know, things to turn around, <laughs> waiting for aces, waiting for <laughs> aces. Um, yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't know why. Why he? Did. What, what's funny is, um, I get his friend was at the table, and as he's scooping the pot, his friend goes, "Nice read." <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, you know, I mean, it basically
2: he had a read. He thought that I was light, and I, I, you yeah. know, just like there was no four bets at the table to that point yet. I, I never heard right. that. Like you know, it's just a little bit of like wanting to construct, you know, a bluff yeah but it really wasn't likely, so that was a, that one really like like I said, long time to sit on a bad beat story, but that one really Because
3: <laughs> you know yeah. you know how life is you
2: go you travel to it you you know it's a big tournament, and
1: you know whatever well, and it's i mean it, it it was day two, right No, it was day one still oh yeah, it was day one, but you know you know 'cause you can look at the you know the board or the stacks or whatever like you know. You, not only are you the chip leader, but you could literally sit out the rest of the night and probably be in top five in chips. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> going well, into day two, it was a 140k pot roughly, and I was. We were in the poker room when they
2: made the money because we were playing other tournaments, and the average stack in the money was 140k. Yeah, that, I mean that's how yeah. big it was. <laughs> right, that's how big a pot it was? It was so big. Um, so that unfortunately, that's how it went, and you know, I'm over it now, uh, ready to grind online and have it ready, but. um that's what happens with poker. You get over it, hopefully.
1: Yeah, live live poker is so much fun and not particularly fun yeah. all at the same time. Yeah, it's just
2: it sucks because you don't get the big sample sizes. You really, you know, right. you, it's so much invested. I mean, this is the problem with live. There's so much invested in it, and mm-hmm. you're going to fail more often than you're going to succeed, and it's just a lot to go through. Like you know, travel to another country, you know, yeah. had to you know. Away from the family for a bunch of days. It's the typical, you know, problem with live live tournaments. It's just,
1: yeah, it's a, lot, it's a lot. Yeah, in, in a like, you know, you had mentioned this is like the worst beat you've ever suffered or whatever. In a weird way, if I had been playing a pot that big, it probably would have done that for me too. My my tournaments fell apart in much different ways, but I found this trip to be really enjoyable because when I busted, I was just kind of like. Yeah. Eh. In the Dominican, yeah. at the beach. Yeah, right, right, that, right, you know, right. You know, which I know you felt a little bit of that too, but I didn't play 170K yeah, pot either at right. 3.6. Right. So it's it's very different. But, you know, it was nice to be able to just be like, oh, you know, head over to Hibachi and yeah. eat a bunch oh, of food and was, drown myself and drink. Hibachi was fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I didn't go back the next day either. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, to make it clear,
2: it was a day one pot, right? So, like, it's not like I – it's like the worst beat I've ever taken in terms of, like, right. you know, equity or anything like that. Um. It was just to be so right, like to, to do it so right, <laughs> to get, yeah. to lose it that way. It's just like, <laughs> it right. just, feels unjust. but that's, that's poker. Um, but, you know, aside from that, there was another tournament going on the last couple of weeks that probably we should, we should reference and talk about a little bit. We should, Did you should. you
1: hear about it? <laughs> oh, uh, something, world something of something. Yes. Yeah. Main event. probably should talk about that. Um, before we get into that, I do want to... F- send a little or send a little special shout out to Ryan Van Sanford. Yes. TP, but long time TP member. Yes. Um, who recently turned 21 and just decided, since he turned 21, he'd go ship a WPT for a half a million. So, uh, before we jump into WSOP, congrats, Ryan! Uh, really good dude. Congrats, you know, I've had a chance to talk to him a lot over the years, and he's a good kid. And yeah. uh, I can call him a kid because he just turned 21 and I'm 42, so um, he's literally half my age. But yeah, congrats! To and him. that's um, televised, really awesome. right? That's going to be that's recorded. Yeah. So
2: that's the uh, Jacksonville Best Bet, and that will be on TV because I saw the picture of him with Vince and. Uh, and, uh,
1: yeah, not sure name? when it's going to air, but William. yeah, with, what is his name? That old <laughs> dude, it's actually sad that we can remember Vince's name and not his. <laughs> I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. We're poker. We, we're poker commentators. You know? Vince
2: Van Patten. But that's not the
1: guy. No. Oh my God. We'll remember it in about five minutes. We're like, oh, that's his name. How? But yeah, congrats to Ryan. And, um, what is Vince? What's that guy's name? So annoying.
2: (laughs) Um, I'm looking. I can't believe I can't remember his name right now. He's like so famous.
1: Yeah, whatever. That guy, the old guy. We'll think of it eventually. So, World Series of Poker aired. Um, We're going to bring in our special guest here in a little bit to talk strategy on some of the key hands from the final table. Uh, But before we do, what were your thoughts overall on the, you know, the, the event, the. The tele, you know, the televised version of it. What did you enjoy it? Mike Sexton. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> did you Google it?
2: Yes,
3: I knew it. <laughs> well, I think I'm so quiet
2: for so long. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, I thought <clears throat> I thought Martin Jacobson was and is the the perhaps the best tournament poker player to win it in the last uh, maybe ever. Um, and, well, you know, yeah, he played phenomenal. It was a great final table. It was really high-level poker through and through. Um, no no real coolers, so there wasn't, you know, it was just kind of like watching a cash game for a long time. Um, yeah. uh, but it was, you know, for a poker fan, like a hardcore, no, I won't even say a poker fan, a poker player. It was right. a great main event. Um, for a casual poker player, it was a snore fest, and they <laughs> need to change the the structure of the format of yeah. the television we'll,
1: program. We'll definitely chat with Danny a little bit about that too yeah. to see what yeah. he thinks. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, it's like I said, enjoyable to me. I, you know, I'm down with watching you know 12 hours of coverage and watching every oh, hand. Oh, I and wish it
2: would be th- three days of 12 hours of coverage. I would, I would, yeah, I would be thrilled. I would <laughs> yeah. love to hear. I mean, and I know people ragging on Antonio um, a lot. I, I you know. There were there were always flaws with you know he would change his impression based on what happened on the flop sometimes saying you know or what they did not what happened on the flop but right. like I still love listening to him talk about poker and I enjoyed every minute of it um, and I think he did a great job and I think as I think you know Lon and and uh, Chad Norman Chad were great also and they actually you know like Norman Chad like found a good spot. To be mm-hmm. like, you know, being the foil for Antonio and not providing the analysis, but still was worth being there. Right. So I thought, you know, production wise is fantastic. And as a as a poker player, it was great, but it was just, it was,
1: yeah, I could not. Uh, yeah. It sounds like you and I are on the same page. I mean, we like it for selfish reasons. I'd love it if yeah. they keep doing long, you know, almost live yeah. uh, broadcasts of it. But I'm. Um, I also know it's good for poker, or I like to think I know it's good for poker, and I don't think it is. I mean, I think they're losing viewers every year who just go, Jesus, I've got to wait till 7 in the morning to find out who makes the final three. Yeah. <laughs> you know what no is sticking around for that unless you're a yeah. player. I mean, that's brutal. Yeah. I mean, I was watching the final three actually at a live cash game, um, you know, with obviously a bunch of guys who play poker, and half the guys were like, Bored, yeah. like this is so long and boring. Yeah. I mean, because they're casual, fa- you know, they're casual players. They show up, they play once a week in this little underground cash game, and even they couldn't put up with it. You know, there's a couple of us who are like, oh wow, you know, that's a sick float or whatever. Yeah. But the other guys are like, float. Yeah, like, yeah, they're what, not. What's he doing? He has King Jack. Yeah.
2: it's like, just, just fold, man. No, no <laughs> one's gonna love the beauty of you know a third pair call down or float. The float would air. Right. You know, they just—it's not exciting for like for a casual player, and it does not—it does not do well for the industry. Um, yeah. so it continues this but you know, let's talk about that with Danny. Um, yeah, we'll get into that. with We him. have a lot yeah. of hands to cover. It's going to be a pretty—I anticipate long strategy
1: session. So, buckle in. Yeah, we'll jump into it. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll wrap up our portion, and uh, we'll come back with our good old friend Danny Nosworthy
0: here on the TPE podcast. My home, a place you may not know, have you ever walked the street of only bars? Have you ever seen my band, have you come to Newfoundland? If you never, would you ever see my home? Surrounded by blue water all the time
1: Welcome back to the Turning Poker Edge podcast. Time to bring in the man himself, Danny M13, straight from Newfoundland. How are you, sir?
3: What do you have, boys?
1: Yo. What? Yo. What? what? Tobias?
2: Said <laughs> so what are you at boys? The man with the serious Movember no-shave beardage going on.
5: Yeah. I uh, was going to go with the sash only, but... I don't know. I'm digging the beard these days, and I don't want to really be left with the fat baby face. this um, time, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Kind of going with Plus, my my stash overwhelms the beard anyway, so it's it's more
1: Yeah. Plus, in Newfoundland, you probably need all that extra. Yes.
5: Layers yes layers do, for warmth. Do. Shout out to my buddy Dave Witty. Sick intro. Um, check out his website. Or hold on I'll make sure. Sorry, Dave Witty d a v e w h i t t y dot com this is bad sick tune. fucking awesome um drinking beer so tell,
1: tell him he can send me the the hundred dollar oh. sponsorship check. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so speaking of beards before we get into uh poker stuff danny and i are both working on sick beards although danny's is definitely sicker than mine oh, i thought, you, I thought I, you guys were coming out of the closet <laughs> we're coming out the of two guys who can't grow beards yeah. speaking of beards we have an announcement to make I'm, I'm 42 and I haven't been able to grow a beard in my head, so, you
3: know. I actually tweeted that
2: out I was like I'm going to consider joining my company's November competition and then I, I literally stand at the wind mirror for like 10 minutes thinking about it and they're like Fuck, I can't even grow a beard what am I doing <laughs> Are
3: you gonna, like, just let it go or what
2: it's so patchy and spotty and just yeah. It doesn't. It just. Pretty
1: the cheeks. is fucking annoying, but my. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna put together some kind of um, charitable campaign here in the next week or so uh, that we're a bunch of us at TP are gonna be a part of, and we don't know what it's gonna involve yet. But stay tuned to uh, my Twitter account, where Danny is at Danny in thirteen, and we'll um, we'll keep you guys informed on how you can get involved, maybe raise a little money for a good cause, Mm. and uh, look like idiots in the process. Maybe some
5: uh, free coaching and stuff up for grabs.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we'll throw in some swag and stuff. Mm. Be fun. Am I going to be Team Danny or Team KB? Interesting. I mean, interesting. Interesting. It depends on it's if you want to be Pretty you're pathetic. Like you
5: like 48. You need, <laughs> just, you need to join a team. <laughs> <or>. <laughs>
2: well, you know, it's a long time for the next Twilight to come out. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so
1: let's talk a little poker. What's, yeah. what's been up in in Danny's life, poker wise? Um, you know what? Um, P- pineapple. Pineapple. Yeah. No.
5: Hard <laughs> on the pineapple grind. Kicking your ass heads off <laughs> but losing in the multi-game.
1: No, I'm just trying to stay above water. I know, same,
5: same. Dylan is just destroying us. I don't know, he's a boss. Um, Poker-wise, I I have put in a lot of volume this year. I was just looking the other day at my, like, uh, VPPs on stars. I've got, like, nearly 130k VPPs, and that's strictly MTTs. And don't forget I was in, like, Toronto, Vegas, LA, probably gone for two months of the year, so that's a pretty big grind, and that's only on stars, so, um, yeah, I I mean, I putting in the volume, um, the score's been okay, I mean, nothing major, but I've I've been hitting, you know, a 5K score pretty much every week, and, you know, going pretty deep and stuff, yesterday was disappointing, Uh, I got, like, Probably had 10 caches, um, really deep in the up, 170-something, um, cashed a million, really deep in the big 162, hit the Panda, actually, made a sick play, and it was for pretty much chip lead, man.
4: Uh,
5: I remember. Oh, my it. God, nasty, busted like 40-something. He goes on to get second for 30K, I think.
4: <laughs>
5: yeah, really nice play over, Ryan. And I'm um, doing a ton of coaching, man. And uh, working on, just about finished my uh, big eight dollar, one of the bigs upstairs. Um Really big field, really long tournament. And I got second in that one, so we're doing a series for TP for that. And, Perfect. yeah, a lot of private coaching um, if anyone's interested. I'm probably not going to take a whole lot of people on before Christmas because I think I'm just going to take two or three weeks off literally get away from poker uh Christmas time. So but if you're interested in the new year, hit me up, Danny and thirteen poker coaching at gmail dot com. And I will definitely be taking on ten to fifteen students in the new year. I'm cluing up with a lot of guys right now, so
1: awesome. That's definitely one of the best coaching deals. Available. Yeah, I,
5: I think I think, you know, uh it's one of the better bang for your bucks and I can work out some package deals with you guys and you know, I've coached 30 to 35 people now really getting a grasp on um, different skill levels and how to go about it. So, yeah, hit me up.
2: How um, fast, I, Danny, how fast can you figure out where someone's at? Like how, how many how many hands you know, does it take at this point?
5: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's funny. Um, I've <laughs> This year has been interesting with coaching because so I actually... You know, I I dedicated Mondays and Tuesdays, um, pretty much strictly for coaching. And so I took on a lot of students and (laughs) it's weird, like some guys all over the world. And I have, I go from like 180 grinders to a local guy who literally was playing strictly bar games and now I make him into an online guy. So that's been a pretty interesting process. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's doing great. It's, it's been cool. Um, but yeah, some guys, you know, a lot of guys just need a uh, confidence boost when they're they're question, their game, they're, they really think they're not playing correctly. But, um, a lot of it is just like plugging in a few quick leaks and then boosting their confidence and they're ready to go again. Um,
3: like but how, to answer your
5: question. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in pretty much in one hand history, you have a pretty damn good idea of where someone's at and. And just by talking to them, the level of thinking that they're on and um, right. if you ask them a couple of questions and they can't snap, respond with a range or they can't uh, really articulate an answer, um, yeah. they probably have a lot of work to do.
2: Right, I mean, there's so much information in a hand history, right? Like you see, like there is. the hands they're folding. You see how they play every street, what they're floating, what the, you know, what they're doing on the turn, what they're doing on the river. Like you can really see where where there's gaps. I would right. think.
5: Right, and then you have a lot of guys that are just button clickers. And you know, yeah. until I started coaching and and doing TPE work and videos and all that stuff, I was kind of in that boat because yep. if you're sitting by yourself and playing poker all day long. um, It's pretty easy to fire up 12, 15 tables and kind of forget about what you're actually trying to accomplish. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, you're not really thinking about what does this guy actually have? Uh, What am I doing on future streets? But um, if you get used to talking aloud and Really thinking about what you're doing. I mean, you're just going to improve so much more. instead so yeah. just you know, taking a standard line, what standard that's going to make me money long term, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's optimal. You know what I mean? Like,
2: right, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I find myself often, you know sitting down with the intention to think through everything, watch the table closely, and then yeah. 10 minutes later have like an inter- internet browser open. And I'm like, what What am I doing here? Yeah. Like, and then you you know, you're on
5: Facebook and then you're moving right. a song and then you're talking yeah. to Skype and then you're playing pineapple on your phone and you're like, right. what right. The hell happened in this time? Why do yeah. I, what, if, yeah. like, what, I opened here? Why would I even open there? Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> it's true. It's true. And it, it's, it's, it's a difficult thing to get, get past, but it's so important. I, I agree hundred mm-hmm. percent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's actually interesting. We had a conversation just yesterday about um, Skype and being on Skype while grinding and stuff. Right. Danny, Danny and I were in, in agreement that it's probably not great like for shorter sessions and for, maybe for like most weeknight sessions or whatever. But Sundays are so long and like lonely, right. for lack of a better word. I'm gonna cry. Like Mark Kelly, <laughs> I don't know.
5: Um, but I mean, like, if, it, if you're on Skype with someone, are you really gonna be that guy that's like? flip out and be awkward for, like, the whole session and be tilted or whatever. I mean, you got to uh gain your composure back at some point. You know, there's, you're not going to be embarrassed in front of everybody's whole session,
1: I guess. <laughs> yeah. And, and sometimes we go a long time without even really saying Yeah, that, I yeah. yeah. Just,
5: I don't know. I just I, I sometimes like the um feeling of just being able to bring up something random when trying to take my mind off a beat or, you know, shoot the shit kind of thing.
1: But playing Candy Crush on Facebook. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you can keep it to
5: like tunes and the grind, I I don't really. I it's funny because sometimes subconsciously I play better because I'm not overthinking things. But I, I you just need to find that zone, and that zone is really hard to find. I think. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, it's probably different for everybody too. Right.
5: I mean, if you can get in the zone and and like talk away to people on Skype and not really be distracted by your browser and keep your tables somewhat down and take optimal lines and something, really focus on what you're doing, but like relax at the same time. I think that's the best way to go about it. I mean, I've been I've been t- keeping my tables down to like eight to ten tables which I always now. I don't play any more than that anymore. Right. Sense. Sometimes I just get on my laptop and I don't even hook up two of my monitors. And I have like a huge set of 27, 30 inch and my MacBook. And sometimes I just sit on my laptop because I can't open any of this shit.
3: Right. <laughs> it's like I literally
5: can't, I can't respond to anyone on Skype. I can't look at Facebook. I can't look at Twitter, I, you know, or I put time out on 10, 10 on my tables. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Makes sense. Anyways, um, any plans to play live anytime soon? Um,
5: you know, it took me a long time to realize um, playing live and traveling is just way too much money.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. I
5: don't. Think well, especially from I absolutely love it, but to get out of Newfoundland and go anywhere yeah. around the trip is like a thousand bucks at least, oh. and and then you have your hotel and your food and if you break off a bunch, I mean, if you're only playing like five to 20 tournaments a trip or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, five, to 20, it,
2: it's, well
1: 20 in Vegas.
2: So yeah. Well, I guess in Vegas, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. I suppose like, like, say you go to play $5,000 with the tournaments, It's like, you're paying 1500 in rake automatically. Yes. Well, probably more than that. Western. Like you're paying oh, like yeah. 2,500. <laughs> I
5: mean, it's, it's really hard to stay I of and like, like I always said to you, Diego, um, settling in, if you're just, I I don't know how, I guess some of these guys get used to it, but for me, we're only travel like, you know, three or four times a year to play poker. Um, it's really hard for me to fly in. Yeah. Get comfortable wherever I am and get on track with my eating schedule. Like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be healthy these days, apparently, except for the beer that I drink like every day. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, like eat and sleep patterns, and then you're supposed to play the next day and yeah. sit down at a live tournament where I'm firing up, you know, forty, fifty tournaments a day in the comfort of my underwear at home. Yeah. And um, and now I'm supposed to sit with humans around me and
3: socialize
5: <laughs> and <laughs> shit, and and the structures are way different. Like it's 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 hard to adjust right away, yeah. and you to find that zone again. It's just it's really difficult. So. Yeah.
3: Unless yeah. you're going to somewhere like
5: Vegas or, you know, um, somewhere for a long period of time and you have a house and you can make your own food and you have buddies there. and But if you're by yourself and you're just going and sitting in a hotel room and then, you know, going to play, it's just pretty fucking hard. Yeah,
2: yeah. just getting in enough reps where you start to, mm-hmm. you know, feel comfortable. with the, and not Not just, you know, your environment, but... Just your poker strategy, like the the changes between live and online and and, and just getting used to yeah. sitting there and playing. Right. It it takes it takes a while. I always and, feel like and, I'm leaving. I'm feeling good and then I'm leaving. Right, like you
5: know <laughs> <thing> <laughs> I find trouble with is that like I get so excited to play. And yeah. first tournament I'm like, I wanna play six seven yeah, six. Really yeah. Yeah. because I have so many fucking chips and the structure is amazing yeah.
3: and yeah.
5: like but then again. I should be just sitting there. I know how to play it. I I mean, I've been deep in live tournaments before and I've had decent success. I I know I've been there, but (laughs) every first tournament I play, man, it's just so hard to adapt from all. It's it's, all the ranges
1: are way different. It's a different game. It's
2: completely different, and then you get used to it.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
2: so I don't play live
1: like ever. Yeah. don't you wish every tournament was like Canada cup where you could play it all online and yes. you're at the final table and, should... and then you fly someplace and play live. That would, that would be amazing.
5: That would be awesome. It that really would be awesome. They should do that more often. Man. I agree. I agree. That'd be sick. Like have like an EPT and have the big televised final table for it or something, but everyone could yeah, just sit cool. home <laughs> or wherever the hell they are in the world and, and play the tournament and then just go do it live. And it's yeah. worth the travel expenses and everything else.
2: Yeah. Speaking of big live final tables, what'd you think of the main event this year?
5: Um, The play was okay. Uh, the people are fucking boring as shit.
3: <laughs> I, I mean, can anyone
5: be more boring? I just don't understand it. Yeah. Like, if I was there, I would be slamming and doing the Jagerbombs. <laughs> Seriously, I'd be tilting everyone. I'd be the biggest idiot ever. And
2: I just a really
5: shit show to it get really people's does, too. Yeah,
2: we too. Really, poker really does need you to make the main event final table. Right. I've been saying that for years.
5: <laughs> it's just, I mean, the past few years now, like I had to watch it because it's a main event, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I like to watch it too because if I ever get there, I know how insanely good the structure and, and how people play final tables and whatever. But, um, I mean, have some personality, man.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, Billy, pa- Billy Pappas had. Billy Pappas I like had Billy Pappas. He was yeah. cool
5: as shit.
2: He was cool, but, yeah. But,
5: I mean, everyone else, I don't know, man. This is, well, <laughs> it bothers me. I mean, you're on TV, man, and you're playing for, you already have
1: 800K locked up. Do something. Yeah. <laughs> And I feel like it's been a few years of that. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean it, it's not, it's not, I guess it's not completely surprising because yeah. it's obviously younger internet type, you know, players that are making it and that's cool and all. But yeah, you definitely don't have the same entertainment value for, at least for middle America. Like, I guess we can still find interest in it because we're fascinated right. by strategy and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, if you're like just a dude who's sitting at home right. and you come across that on ESPN, you'll be like, watch an
5: hour 40 to... Yeah. Sixty minutes over you're going to be done. This is shit. Well, yeah.
1: I
2: agree with that. I, I think they need to do something with the format because I love. I mean, I DVR the whole thing. I watched every hand. I I, I loved it. Right. I mean, and I'm sure you guys did too. Yeah. But I, no one, no casual player is going to sit. At least they had whole
5: that. cards up. I mean, uh, if yeah. they didn't, I don't know. I I could I couldn't watch it last year or whenever that was when they didn't have yeah. it. It was just torture. I mean. Yes, for a strategy standpoint, it's cool to figure out what they have and everything, but I don't know. I I, I I try to be unbiased anyway, but I do like to see it just so I can follow along at least. I don't want to have to listen to all the action and follow that, you know what I mean? Well, the real yeah. the problem
2: is that the best, hours. the best presentation for the most... The, you know the greatest number of people, which you know, which is what you want. You want the most number of people watching poker, um, is the two-hour package show. I mean that that yeah. really is the best presentation. Mm-hmm. They can they can edit it. They can make it exciting. Unit when they did it, you know, with a day whatever delay. Yeah, you know that is the best package for the Republic public, right? But but you know, so so that really, I mean, they should go back to that. Can they know?
5: just even like they were like a live stream only well, all I, of it or something and then do the package for T V.
2: That's what that's what I'm gonna get at. Because I, when they if they do that, then they will cannibalize the package show.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
2: this show I think got a point four rating, which is not very good. And and I could be I could be wrong on that. I, I I looked it up the next day and it said point four, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure if that includes DVRs or whatever, but that's you know, I think the year before, you know, they usually get like 0.4, 0.5, 0.6, 0.7. So if you're going to assume that it's really just the hardcore fans who are watching it right now and not the casual player, you know, let's say a package show with no live stream would get a 0.7, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, pro- I'm not watching the package show after I watch the live stream, right? So if you mm-hmm. get a good majority of those 0.4 watching the, the live stream you're going to really cannibalize... You're going to have a lower number. You're going to have a .3 for the package show, which is worse than a .4 for the live stream. Okay. So you've kind of got to go one or the other. You can't uh, have Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. A, a live stream will cannibalize the package show too much. And that's really? why they don't do it. Yeah, I, I get that for sure. So that, that's the problem. Um, <laughs> although the best solution would be a pay-per-view live stream. I, w- I mean, I would pay for it. I would pay 39 to watch the whole main event. And I'd be fine with it. I, I and I'm not sure everyone would, but...
1: I used to do it, and it was, like, the greatest night yeah, of the year. Right.
2: It's great. <laughs> they used to have a pay-per-view, did they, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. This has been, like, what, God, I, six, seven years I think years they only now? did it one year, the pay per Did they actually do it? Yeah, they did it one I year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with Jerry Yang year.
1: The Jerry Yang Yeah, the Jerry really? Yang year for sure I remember. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And I feel like the year before, too, but I could be wrong about that. I don't that. think they did it for Jamie Gold. Maybe not. But
2: I know they did it for Yang, Um but it can, you know, it just cannibalizes the the main show. I mean, that one wouldn't cannibalize the main show if it, that was not on November nine, right? So right. you'd still, I, I think, you'd get it'd be enough distance in between the broadcast to get the you know, the, the hardcore viewer to watch the final table. But right. when it's two days before, you're just, you know, if I just watch seventeen hours of the main event, I'm not going to watch the package show. It's just right it make any sense. Yeah. So.
1: And it, and it's tough. I mean, like I'm I'm a night owl. I stay up really late. And I stayed up really late watching it, but then I was like, "Oh man, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. I'm tired." So I start taping, and I even taped the show after the World Series because it always runs yeah, over. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> and it still ran over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I still didn't even see I it. Think, all. You know, I DVR fell in in the after, morning because I learned
2: that lesson last year. Yeah, yeah, same here. Um, I think I missed the last. I think I missed after what's his name? Tonking busted out. So I didn't see everything, but yeah, so most of it. Um
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, you know, two hour sports center afterwards, that should be enough to cover it. Yeah. And i – nope. Well then you know, like I had to
5: avoid you have to avoid Twitter. Avoid it, right? Yeah. You know, all that shit. It's annoying. Yeah, honestly.
2: I fell asleep at two and so I had another five hours of uh, you know, this is on the the first yep. day, the day. So I had five hours, so I you know, I had to avoid uh You know, busts four, five, and six, right? You know, (laughs) so you know I'm walking around, and and someone said something about all you know Norwegian or something, all Scandinavian, and I was like, all right, I guess I know who made the final three. So I I got spoiled anyway, right? It's it's annoying, it's
1: frustrating. Yeah. So, yeah. But there's yeah, I don't, I wouldn't want to make the decision because I don't know what the right decision
2: is. Well, I mean, uh, the right decision might be what about November nine? Well, no, November nine might be the right decision, and. Do a pay per view on the final table for the hardcores, and do a package show at the end, and get rid of the November Nine. That you know, does November Nine really generate any buzz anymore? Like,
3: I don't
1: think it does. not you, like the first year; it seemed to work, yeah. and
2: yeah. then yeah. ever since then, it's just like hey. uh, the first year, and the first year was Dennis Phillips, right? And the second year was Phil Ivy, I think, right?
1: Oh yeah, and I guess they had the Ivy thing going the Ivy for thing, them that yeah. year. Yeah, yeah.
2: Those those really those really worked, um, but I don't know. November Nine really isn't do Like I, I forgot about it. Like, and I'm a, a big poker fan, right? I didn't, I didn't even like, I didn't remember who was at the final table. Like, right. I actually have
5: no idea. I promise yeah. you, right. no idea.
2: Yeah, I I, I'm not
5: a poker fan, boy. I'm really not, to be honest. But you know, I, if it were still around the main event time, yes, I was following because I was in Vegas and I knew who was chip lead on this day, and was yeah. kind of following it at least, and it was relevant, but. When down the road, when a bunch of guys I don't know, and then it's like eighty-five months later, like <laughs> it's hard to really care about it. Yeah. Just watch it for the sake of you know, because half of the people that I talk to are poker and right, right, right. What yeah. they're going to talk about?
1: Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see the November Nine concept go away. I mean, it could probably cost them a lot of money too, to like redo. You know, yeah, right.
3: They have to bring everything uh,
1: back.
2: Yeah, you know, there's. It's possible they they don't just go back to the old format, but they rethink it, right? And think mm-hmm. of something else that would be attention-getting for the for the final table. And that yeah. I don't know what that is. I haven't thought a second about it, but right. I, you know, I don't know if you just go back, you just maybe think of something different to do. Yeah,
1: yeah it'd be interesting to see what they decide. I mean. The crazy thing is that they'll be announcing the World Series schedule in about two months. So and I can't and I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to go. Couldn't wait to leave. Can't wait. Yeah, to exactly. <laughs> and we're here, seeing the old,
2: uh... Uh, well. You know the sushi. Yes. <laughs> sushi is always a call. Which, by the way, Danny, hands down. Delivery sushi, the best sushi I've ever had in that my was, life.
5: That was damn good. It's
2: Phenomenal. Was. Las Vegas, for those of you who have never been, really does have the the best sushi. I mean it, it's that unreal. I've ever had. Real. It's unreal. And you know, you'd think this landlocked desert would not do well, but they've that it's, the logistics. I
4: don't it. I don't no, the
2: the operations and logistics around the sushi trade in Las Vegas it will blow your mind. Like they right. have figured that out to a T on how to get that there in fresh shape perfect um the perfect sushi like it's it's unbelievable because because it's such a big market for it Mm -hmm. um that was phenomenal that sushi we had delivery (laughs) so can't wait to get some right now starving thanks um, yeah, yeah and after
5: a noopy eight month winter uh, I'm ready to get the fuck out of here it's just <laughs> saying
3: <laughs>
5: it was snowing the past couple of days I'm just like oh my god here comes the big depression grind I'm afraid to leave my house for like eight months
1: <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be too much different here I think there's a huge storm moving through or something oh, I'm ready for it we had it a bad nice. bad
5: winter last year oh it was bad
1: well, uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll get a little nicer yeah. one so, of those here. Yeah. So,
2: the TP Weather Podcast, we'll, we'll end that now. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about hands from the final table. Right. Um, I collected a couple here that I thought were the most interesting or most relevant. Um, you know, a lot of them will probably, probably most people have heard about, especially like the Mark Newhouse hand or um, some of the big shoves or big calls. Um but we're gonna to talk to Danny here and get his take and try to get behind what people were actually thinking um, as they were going through these hands and what maybe they should have done or not should have done. So, um, KB, you want to start with the Newhouse hand since you dug up that one? You
4: yeah, let's start with the know.
1: Newhouse hand. And but kind of before we get into the details of the hand, I'd love to ask Danny his thoughts, just sort of on you know because we're still nine-handed at this point. Yeah. Everybody's pretty deep. I think that short of stack is 30 big blinds. So, and Mark Newhouse comes into this hand sitting in fourth place. I mean, what's your general sort of approach going to be at a final table this deep with this great of a structure? I mean, we'll get to the hand in a second and, and talk about, you know, the result. But, you know, is there any way you bust in ninth when you're fourth in this deep of a structure? I
5: I would like to think not. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how the guy stomachs it. I I just, I feel really, really bad for the guy, but he played with insane heart. I mean, he went for it and I love, I love, I love that. That's great for poker and TV and all that stuff.
2: Um, I don't get his mindset, though. I mean, he said that he didn't even play in, in, in the time.
5: I don't, yeah, time. I don't really get that. Something is bizarre about that, is it not? Yeah, it's very yeah, so bizarre. He didn't,
1: didn't play a hand and didn't study or prep in any way, shape, or form, he said. I yeah. mean,
5: what are you, like, God mode of poker? I mean, I don't understand. There's 10 million on the line.
2: Yeah, I mean, Martin <laughs> Jacobson did 500 hours of simulation. He did. He ran the final table four t- 40 times. Like that, that, like, why wouldn't you do that? Why I mean, I could have said, like, yeah. There's a point, You're of baby saturation. For life if you yeah, win, right, right. It's there's not that many shots, and this is your second shot at it,
3: and you got shots oh, right. this time. Right. Like,
2: I don't, I don't, I just don't get. Like, I don't know what that. Like, it's I, mean, I he just,
3: clearly
5: he didn't want it. <sighs> I don't. How, know. I mean, how does one want it? Like, I don't know. It, it kind of bothers me because you know. People that grind so hard day in day out, if they ever made it that far, and all the work I feel I put in—like I'm, I'm working sixty-hour weeks, like every single week, whether it be coaching, um, videos, or playing myself or working on my game, whatever—I mean—and then he just sits there for four months and doesn't do anything. I mean, I mean, that I frustrates think frustrates the shit out of me.
2: I mean, I <laughs> think he's coming at it with like. You know, I don't want to. Clu- I think he's taking the. I don't want to. Cl- de- he's taking a decluttering approach, right? Like I don't want to clutter my mind with too much poker. I know what to do, and I want to come in with a fresh, relaxed mind. But like, I think you could do that with just keeping yourself in game form, right? Like, yeah. you know, mean, you know, very quickly within an hour and a half, he found himself in a very tricky spot that. With some reps, he probably would have his muscle memory would have come into play a little bit better, and you know maybe he would have not pulled the trigger, or I don't know you know I mean we'll get into the hand, but
0: yeah, I, we'll, we'll talk it's about just a hand very hand ch-
2: you know it's a very tough thing to do to get in that sticky of a situation when you haven't played poker in four months, like, to yeah. to, to, to definitely do the right thing, and not saying he definitely did the wrong thing, but, I don't know, it was very strange, and I've always liked him a lot, like, I, I was, I've been rooting for him, even last year, I just, you know, he's a grinder, and, you know, he, he's an OG, right?
3: <laughs> so, yeah. like,
2: I was rooting for him, but it just it stuck me very strange, that he came into the, the final table with that attitude. I and,
5: loved like, the heart, how he played, but, yeah, it also seemed like, careless, in a sense, um you didn't put any effort into wanting it. it I don't yeah, know.
2: That's right.
0: Yeah. I
5: don't know, man. It's just it's it's okay. annoying for a from a grinder perspective. I think.
1: Yeah. 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 So let's let's run through the hand. Okay. So um, again, we are still nine-handed at this point. I think the blinds are 200, 400,000, thousand, four hundred thousand. That is. Mm-hmm. Um, Van Hoof uh, raises. He's the chip leader at this point. Raises to one point one million. Uh, Newhouse calls in the cutoff with pocket tens. Tonking, who at this point is fifth in chips, or thereabouts, uh, three bets to $3.75 million. Not a small three bet, by the way. $1.1 to three point seven five. What were the positions? So Van Hoof was in what position? I actually don't know where these I mean, was, people are because it doesn't recap it. I, mean, I think it was relatively early position. Right? I just, I think you're right, yeah. and I guess it has to be to some degree, and because uh, yeah, Tonking – yeah, because I mean, Newhouse is in the cutoff. Tonking's three bet comes from the small blind, so we know that Van Hoof is at least in middle position, if not earlier. Right. Actually, I can look at our picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's he actually immediately to um to Newhouse's right. Okay. So.
2: I mean, Danny, what are you thinking about there? Should he be three betting or just calling, keeping the pot small against the chip leader? What are your uh, what's your take?
5: Um, I mean, Van Hoof is crazy capable, and he is the chip leader, so I would uh, I wouldn't be in love with three bet, to five bet, getting in tens, I guess, since there are obviously five people shorter than you at this point. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, I mean, he's obviously capable of four betting light, and
2: that's why I wouldn't do it. I w- a,
5: if he has a better pair, I mean, that's pretty insane at this point. I think because I would, I would expect his range to be crazy wide with the shorties on the go, and he's going to put you to the max test um, by four betting you with all air. Like I, I think if you three bet him, he's going to four bet you almost every time. With, right. the, with the short stacks because it's gonna put you in the toughest position ever. Um that's why I think he flats, but I again I, I tend not to believe him.
2: Right. But, but you're also in a position with you know, a hand that beats his range. Right,
5: also. right. Um the problem is like ten's multiway is yeah. a yeah. damn a pretty damn troublesome hand.
2: <laughs> right, you're <laughs> yeah, you don't <laughs> wanna be set mining here. And you're, no, not, you're not exactly, you're not. But, and but... And
5: you're going to get outplayed by the chip leader a lot if there's yeah. even one overcard. And right. what if the big blind comes along, like, getting a pretty decent price? Um, who was... I'm not sure who was the big blind.
1: Uh. Uh, must have been... Um, the guy's name, I can't remember. Serum? Ser, Serum Marks. What's his name? Cyndelar. <laughs> Cindalar.
5: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a really awkward spot. <laughs>
2: yeah, it really is. I,
5: I mean, spot. I obviously you can't argue that a flat is bad. Of course, it's not bad. You have a good head position, and you don't want to play for your stack with shorties. Like it's, it's you
1: know. Yeah, so it seems like a flat is, if not the best play, at least a very bad play. Yeah, I mean, play. yeah,
2: but like three betting really. I don't like it either. Because, one, you could get four bet and four bet light, and you know it's just such a bad situation against a chip leader. But even if you get call, like he's going to call you a lot too. And yes, you're playing it in position, but you're you're playing against a chip leader in a big pot now, a big inflated pot mm-hmm. with a hand that does not flop very well usually, right? So, right. But you're also
5: going heads up in position when you three
2: bet. Right. Uh, yeah. Like, yes. Like pretty
5: much always and. You take control, so, like, it's, you can pot control pretty damn well. Um, even if the thing is, I mean, he can even three-vent small and get called. At least that way, he takes control of the pot without letting Van Hoof uh, right. just blast off three barrels versus him with, even if there's an overcard or whatever. Yeah, um, true. Yeah. I, I think he can, like, you know, check back and then, call a turn bet on certain boards and, and decide what to do on the river or bet the flop. If Hoof calls then he can decide what to do on the turn and river because most of the time your opponent always checks you anyway. So you're basically by sea betting in a three bet pot. you're basically buying um, a river decision. Cause I don't think many people just lead out turns and rivers very often.
0: Right. Right. <clears throat> um, yeah.
5: I don't know. Yeah, good point. I, I, like forty five big lines I, I think I would be more than comfortable three betting him. Even if he is four betting me, I mean, we still have the option to play forty five big blinds to
2: you. right, right. Right. Well yeah, that's good point. Yeah, I mean I, I think actually I'd prefer that than than getting it all in here <laughs> nine handed. Yeah. Uh, I guess yeah.
5: A <laughs> I, I would, yeah, that's how I would play it. And yeah. I would play Ace King the same way. Right. Mm-hmm. i I'm not, I don't really want to get in Ace King when there's five stacks below me with millions of dollars on the on the line. Like I would three bet and then call a four bet and then play any position. Yeah. Right. Uh, I,
1: yeah. So, so again, think... I just
5: tens is a weird hand. Like be, just because people behind you can get involved as well and multi way, it's just really really awkward. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: What's the cutoff to where you're you're three-vetting with the intention of five-vetting and getting it in. I, mean, like queens?
5: I would get in queens, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just,
2: I mean, I hate to be, you know, money-oriented. I, I it's the final table, nine-handed. It, it,
5: it's crazy. I mean, this is the, this is, the, uh, this is an outlier.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was interesting, too, because in the, throughout the entire final table, it's like, <laughs> People really did play like I hate to use this phrase, but well, small ball poker. Yeah. Like people kept it pots very small. Like people would very rarely three or four bet light. Like yeah. people were definitely playing, you know, pretty they
5: played snug. Soul for soul. The the yeah. Um,
1: Which, granted, for a lot of that time, I mean, there were stacks of like seven million, eight million. I mean, there were, there were you know three hundred thousand dollar pay jumps about to happen. So I guess I get it to a pretty big degree. I mean. That's like winning a sporting
5: event. Twice. The funny thing <laughs> I, I mentioned earlier about the personality thing. I feel like if you just like acted like an idiot and and started mixing in all this stuff to a snug table, I mean, people wouldn't know what to do with you.
2: Oh, they didn't know. Yes. What, they didn't know what to do with Jerry Yang. Yeah, In exactly. They have no exactly idea, idea what to do and
5: stuff. And, like, what the hell going to He do? owned them all. What are you going to
2: do? <laughs> he ate it. He tenxed once.
5: Because like, all these people are literally robots of the same person for the most part. Yeah,
4: like, right. Some sure. are
5: slightly better, obviously. But, for, you know, for the most part, to get to the final table of the main event, you are probably a, 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 at least a mid-stakes online somewhat okay. boss or something. Right,
1: right. Yeah, yeah, and I think not not to speak for you, but I assume we think the same way. When you say they're robots, it's not even a bad thing necessarily. I mean, no, they're obviously well, great players. They're very good
5: players, but the thing is, how are you going to beat the other person? Where's the edge? Right, right. And I, I don't think people were doing enough to try to really go for it. That's why I love New Houses Hard. Like, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. I hate. How he approached the final table, but when he was there, I mean, he played to go for it. And right. if he, if that bluff works, I mean,
1: <laughs> and he gets a huge confidence braces, boost too. He, yeah, he gets a he gets. A, Although he might just think to... he had the best hand. <laughs> True. If if it works and he folds queens, he's just like, oh, I must have the best hand. True. So um, yeah, right,
0: so let's, so get, yeah, back so
1: let's get back to it. So Tonking, three best of three point five million, um, Van Hoof folds. And Newhouse calls. I assume we're calling here all the time with our tens. I mean, our hand's pretty under-repped, obviously. Yes,
5: forty forty-five yeah. big ones deep, I, 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 don't see how we would ever fold there.
2: Um, yeah. It's red flags, though. I don't think Tonking at this point was doing anything out of line. Right.
1: No, and he and he doesn't have the massive stack yet. I mean, only starts at yeah. eighteen. Doesn't million. have a big stack. He, yeah. You, you know, he's putting in a pretty big chunk of his stack. Yeah. In a spot where I don't think he had done anything like that. Six spots to the pick up some chips.
5: I mean, though, like he is obviously capable. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Especially with Newhouse flats, like Newhouse could be doing that with eight, nine, right. you know, all kinds of hands. Obviously. Um.
5: I mean, I think all he can do is flat, though. I don't really like turning tens into a block at this point in position. Right. Um. If he had a hand, maybe like ace-jack, at least he has an ace-blocker. Or, like, even a hand, like, jack-ten suited or something that he was flatting, that if he four-bets here, it looks like the complete nuts. I mean, this is obviously a pretty nutty play while you flat try to induce action behind, and then you four-bet, and the guy's out of position with, like, a mediocre hand, like, or even, say, jacks. What the hell is he going to do? Right. Yeah, it's More pretty good for Ace him Queen, too. because I think um, Tonking would do this with Ace Queen as well, mm-hmm. just because he probably wants to play heads up, and because three ways could be kind of tangly with Ace Queen. Right. Um, and he has the chance of picking up some ch- a pretty decent um, amount pre-flop. Right.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting spot for him but as 10s, well. Tens, I,
5: I just don't, I don't really like turning that into a bluff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So Newhouse flats. Uh so now there's like three point seven, there's like eight almost nine million in the pot at this point. Um flop comes Jack four deuce rainbow and Tonking leads out for three point five million. Um at this point I mean to me it just seems like a state like if you're gonna flat tens and it comes Jack four deuce, yeah. you have to at least call one, right? Every time. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty simple. Yeah, seems, yep. seems, especially
5: since he does have I mean, those hands like
1: Ace Queen and Ace King, yeah, obviously. And yeah. Right. Right. And you know, the bet and the bet's pretty small, which you know you could see his value, but yeah, I, I think. But the, that's what his bet size would be if he had Ace King
2: too, right? I mean, you're got the yeah. I mean, you're getting a great price even. Yeah, you're know,
1: getting a great price, yeah. but
2: as Danny said, there's there's you know Ace Queen, Ace
1: King in his range, so yep. yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. So Newhouse calls. The turn is the four of hearts, so now it's jack, four, deuce, four. Now there's two hearts on the board, and obviously the board pairs. Um, and now tonking checks, which is actually kind of interesting that he would check that card. It's certainly not a scare card, but I guess he's inducing bluffs. What do you, what do you think about his check there, Dan? Yeah, well,
5: I mean, it's really hard to get three streets of value from yep. sevens through tens. and
1: yep, right.
5: Um, obviously he, uh, the only hand he's, I mean, I guess he gets, he could get value three streets out of King Jack suited. Um, but does that hand even flat a three bet or a four bet, sorry, out of position?
1: Right. Well, um, yeah, there's not many
5: Jack suited Jack 10 suited.
2: There's not many jacks. This is there's going to be really relevant not, later. There's not there's, many jacks. Yeah, there's just, there's just
5: not many jacks. <laughs> there's exactly. not many jacks.
2: It um, it's feels like 7, 8, 9, 10 a lot here. It does.
5: It, it feels mm. exactly like that. Mm. And, I mean, the thing is, I mean, obviously it could include the top aces and kings. Right. Sure. And I think Newhouse is more than capable of making a play like this, like, like I said, trying to induce action behind. Yep. Fair. Um, right.
1: Yeah, so now I guess what gets interesting. So, talking checks, and now Newhouse bets four point five million. And to me, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm a it, but to me, this is like the perfect card to just check back and then bluff the. The thing I there. kind
5: of like um, with him betting here is that like he's like um, he's he gets to decide what to do on the river, and also if he gets check raised, he can fold mm-hmm. because. The guy's never ever check raising unless he has like ace king of hearts. That so might be like the
2: only hand he beats. <laughs> right. But if he's if he's doing that to get that information because that's basically what that is. is yeah. It, right. Why not just check behind and then fold to? Well, I mean, know, well, or or, so or, check, or check call four point five million on the next street, right? Like at least get to see the showdown.
5: Yeah, obviously, at this point, winning that pot is perfectly fine and. Um, there is three over cards, or, or uh, a queen, king, or ace. Obviously, you're going to be. <laughs> I, I
3: guess.
2: The, I guess the thing that's ringing in my head is I don't feel like he's ever folding anything that's beating us, and I and we're never getting value from anything that we beat. So why why bet here? And maybe that's too simplistic of thinking, but that's kind of what goes through my head here with with the tens and and, and betting here. Well,
5: by betting, he doesn't have to like I said, he, it it gets checked to him in position way more frequently than not. Um, right. and he finds out where he is, even though it's kind of not amazing that you're putting in chips and you, you're value telling yourself, but you're also not ha- being forced to call a massive river bet and put, being put in the spot where it's like, this doesn't make any sense. Why would he check the turn and not go for three streets with aces or kings or queens? Um, It seems like I have the best hand here.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. I I could, I could see that argument for sure.
5: But yeah, that's obviously that's why the river is insane.
1: Yeah. So then, and and I, like we talked about, I mean, I I do think talking is checking here with the intention of basically getting value for his hand. Mm -hmm. Like he's for sure trying to get a bet at a new house. And I don't, I don't think he was ever really worried about the four of hearts, obviously. Right. Now, the river is the jack of clubs, which makes things interesting. So now it's jack, four, deuce, four, jack. So we double-pair the board. No, Obviously, no flushes come in because it's double-paired, and you can't have a flush when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Tonking checks again, which uh, – so the, here's my host view – I, I think it's exactly what I would do because even though I think a huge part of Newhouse's range is like 7s through 10s, mm-hmm. you know, a small part of it is ace-jack and jack Ten suited in hands like that. I don't. I think mostly ace-jack. Uh, but, again, as Diego pointed out, there's not a lot of those left. So, I mean, I, I do think checking is fine because if we bet and he shoves, it's pretty gross. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty happy to get to showdown with my queens here if we can, if we can do it without having to face shove.
2: I mean, you're just inducing him to bluff at it again. I know it's yeah. a big stage and all, but Dick, you're you're setting him up for the The checks
1: are just so
5: limited.
2: I mean, so limited, yeah. right?
5: We have him pegged on a range, and um, the pro, the weirdest. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I like the check on the river by talking that much. Would you just because like on, like I feel if we're betting. With with that pot out there, it's it's nearly impossible. The sickest play ever would be if you, if talking bet and then Newhouse shoved <laughs> it in, uh, into a bluff, <laughs>
1: like turn it into a bluff. Right. Well, at this point, Newhouse has only got ten point eight million behind. Right. Yeah. There's nine seven. God. There's a lot like in 40% there. forty
5: percent of the pot, wasn't? It?
1: Yeah, that seems about right. So it's. I guess that's the other thing. I don't know how much full-deck I have now if I have 10s.
2: So, I mean, here's the thing that...
1: Yeah,
5: I mean, like, when he bets, um, isn't he only getting called by better? Tonking?
3: Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's right.
5: The the line that he took on the turn, pretty much, like, he's, he's never checked calling ace-king
2: on that turns, though. Right. He's right, queen
5: and right. ace-king. Yeah, that's right. That's he's right.
2: He's never that, calling yeah. that. That's so, that's I mean, like
5: he's so face-up that when Newhouse makes this play, it's a jack or nothing, and that, that's the problem with it. It's literally a jack or nothing, and there's just not enough combinations. He flats a four, out of position four, but,
1: yeah, you know. Yeah. I don't even think – I mean, we keep mentioning jack-10 and stuff, but I don't even think he flats those no. hands. I think ace-jack is, like, it. Um, you know, the thing
2: the thing that, you know, when you hear Newhouse talk about it, he says that he basically had him pegged on Queens, right? And I yeah. I, I believe that because it does feel, yeah. you know, it feels like Queens, Kings, Aces. I mean, it it just does. It, you know, it's, it seems like exactly what On the has. turn, he has
5: one of those heads. Uh, on the turn, Tom King has That's one. That's right.
2: That's right. Exactly. I mean, that one, you know, right. But
5: <laughs> I mean, how often with the price that he, he's getting on the river, how Often is he going to fold,
2: yeah, and you know I think but you're the right, right here,
5: it's just it's so friggin' hard for you to have a jack <laughs> that, and i think yeah. I think
2: Newhouse just didn't have like and i'm not i can't obviously can't speak for him, but I just don't think he thought Tonkin was a good enough player to make or the call to, with yeah. the Queens. I mean, I think that's all it comes down to. I don't think there's I think he just sized up the guy wrong, and that's that's the problem. It's not that the the line is necessarily bad. Given some players who yeah. are playing scared and don't have the guts that Tonkin had, but
5: Newhouse also has to realize his images that he's a he, maniac and that's right.
3: incredibly that's right. capable.
5: So that's, like, that's right. When you bet the turn, like I was saying earlier, that when you bet the turn and you take control of the pot and you usually get to decide what to do on the river, it's like
3: yeah, yeah
5: the turn tends into a bluff. There is right,
2: right. Right, because I mean, think about it. Like, if if this was Pappas <laughs> against Tonking, it might have a different,
3: yeah, they
2: play different, right? So he's just, exactly.
3: it's not, it's
2: not the right, you're not the right guy, you're not. And- you pegged that's the wrong the guy. You pegged the other guy wrong, and that's right. where the, the problem right. is. And maybe that's yeah. four months of not playing poker. What it does for you?
3: <laughs> yeah,
5: I love Kurt, and I mean, with this yeah. on the line, I mean, I can't imagine being in talking shoes and having yeah. to make that call. It's yeah. sick. It, it, it's yeah. props to him for making the call. I mean, it's it's incredible because yeah. it. No matter how easy it seems when you see the cards face up, I mean. That if you're in that, that position, oh, I don't know. I'd be yeah. shitting yeah. myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you're looking at you're looking at the the payout board over your head mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, so I yeah. can make five hundred thousand more by folding for a while. Yeah. Hmm. Right. yeah. I mean, Newhouse just kind of assumed that that
2: was the player he was playing against it was gonna that yeah. way, and that's where that was the discrepancy, and I think that's where he was wrong. But we, you know, he decided decides to think he's above.
5: repping way too thin. I mean, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, and especially the sizing
5: pre-flop is huge, and I just feel like he's not calling with Jack Ten suited that often. Or, I mean, right. yep. he might from being forty-five big lines deep because he maybe thinks he can outplay him in position. But I don't know, man. And even Ace Jack seems blah. Yeah.
2: And, and this shows you how hard poker can be because of the fact that you can't go away from the table and think it through, right? Like the whole in the moment aspect of poker really does have a huge influence on the results. Yeah, it's just, you know, like your ability to kind of synthesize all this information in the middle, you know, in a in a five minute period, and yeah. just you know think that because I mean I, I'm sitting here with the hand open on my screen and I'm like looking at the flop like six seven times during this
3: you know right. you know
2: the stack size is six seven times during this conversation and it's you know it's really hard, hard to do, do that
5: that's why we watch yeah right 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 that's right the it's like that's why it pisses yeah. me off that he never did any study on the right year. right position to win ten million bucks why don't you know that's all right. these positions. <laughs>
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, no. You're
5: getting yourself into like you're right like,
3: because then
2: your your gut will tell you exactly. like you know your gut will tell you what to that's do because why you it. that's why you study. That's why you study. practice turns yeah. into if you intuition. memorize
5: this over and over and over yeah. again, eventually it's going to be drilled in your subconscious mind that you're going to be able right. to make these decisions uh,
3: mm-hmm. when you're
5: faced with it. So many times,
1: you know, it's it, this actually brings up a good conversation, which I don't think we're gonna I don't think we're gonna cover any of Jacobson's like. Open shove hands, which he did a lot of, or three bet shove hands. But you can tell he did a lot of study because he didn't think very much. Right. Like exactly. I think he like he had prepped his brain so much to just go when I get to this stack size, I have this many blinds. If I get hands above this, I'm shoving. I yeah. mean, it's
2: not just not just prep for this tournament. I mean, he is a, a tournament specialist. So yeah, he, yeah. he's been through all these spots over and over and over again. So he knows. And 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 having played this final table out forty times. He's probably the shortstop, short uh short stack.
1: playing
2: shortstop. The, the short stack, you know, ten times in, in, in that, you know, in that four right. times, right? So he's yeah. been in that position, and he's probably gotten over. You know, he's probably had the results like you know, seven times he rebounded from it, maybe three times he didn't. Right? Yeah, you just you kind of yeah. get used to it, and your and your your practice rings your intuition, and you don't even know why it's the right thing to do until you go away from the table and, and dissect right. it a little
1: bit. Yeah. And that's my point is just that he probably ran those scenarios so many times that he was like, Oh, Van Hoof yeah. opens. I have Ace to off shove. Yeah. Like, you know, Yeah. he, he didn't Sorry. have to Sorry. sit there and go, Oh, what are the payouts? Or what's the next jump? Right. Or he just did what he did 400 times yeah. in simulation. Yeah. I'd love to know how many times he won in the simulation. Right. <laughs> we can find that out someday. Cool. So, um, so yeah. Um, in case anybody didn't watch, uh, Newhouse rips ten point eight million on the river, um, and talk only... It, in the recap, it says he tanked for a minute. It seemed like five minutes when we were watching it, but it probably really was. Yeah, I know. A I, I, I actually thought it was pretty quick. I, I thought it was.
5: Yeah. I thought
2: he, he he made his decision pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. I
5: think. But the okay. thing is, like usually when you're taking a line that Tonkin took, talk, you know what you're doing with whatever cards come for the most card. So... Yeah, right. He, I think yeah. he only really tanked because it's, like, the main event.
1: Uh, yeah, I think he was more of, like, a, okay, I'm pretty sure I'm calling about it, or I'm really sure I'm calling. But I don't think I he take
5: takes that about. line of uh, planning on not calling.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. I think he okay. takes
5: that line to induce... Yeah. <laughs> well, you induce
2: a new house. Yeah, obviously. You're, you're, I mean, you've got he it. hates yeah.
5: his life with the jack on the rail. Right, He hates right. it. But the thing but, is, man, it just...
2: He made that choice. He Best made that choice
5: and he's like he's he has him on of range and I mean he knows he's capable and it's that that card only makes some kind of sense and just not enough of it for the price that he's getting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he, getting like yeah. three to one, was he not?
1: Yeah, three I think almost exactly almost exactly three to one. Three Maybe to even, one. even a little over.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I mean what he you... Yeah.
1: Well, yep. Pretty crazy. All right. Well, Alright, cool. Uh, Diego, you want to do the next hand?
2: Yeah, the, um, Yeah, sure. The next one I wanted to talk about actually, we went out of chronological order. It's actually the first uh, interesting hand, uh, hand 36 um, where Van Hoof opens the button. So we're at 200-400. Van Hoof opens the button to 1 million and let's see what the stacks are here. So looks like Van Hoof has about what are the blinds? Blinds are 400 Van Hoof has about thirty-three million, um, and Stevenson actually has the, the slight chip lead at this point, thirty-four million. Uh, Sindoor has twenty-four. Laravia has twenty-three. Newhouse is twenty-two. Everyone else has eighteen to twelve. So everyone's still pretty deep here. Um, and Van Hoof, as I said, opens the button to one million with king-ten off, I believe. And Larabe defends from the big blind. Uh Larabe has nine eight off. So open to one million with King ten, two point five X, nine eight defend. Seems pretty standard, agree?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So do Do you like his defend?
2: Yeah, I do.
5: Okay. Um you said he had about twenty three to start?
1: Yeah, twenty three K twenty
2: three million, so that's you know so or, Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. So <laughs> super deep. Sixty big blinds, I'm definitely defending like any Ace yeah. King five plus uh six five, four five, seven Suda plus. Yeah. Any Broadway like everything. <laughs> I, Pretty much everything. Yeah, I mean being sixty big lines deep when the chip leader opens your or sorry, second in chips opens your big blind, I am Defending super super wide.
2: Cool. Yeah. Okay. So agreed. And we go to a flop, and the flop is ten jack nine rainbow. So now Larabe's open ended. Uh Van Hoof flops middle pair. Larabe checks. And Van Hoof bets one point four, which I guess is into this point uh about two point five or so. Um was it that big? Two point one one yeah, it's about two point. Five. Yeah, it's about right, around yeah. at the anties. So, Larabe checks, Hoof bets 1.4 into, you know, a very uh, draw-heavy, well, open-ended plot. Um, yep. What are your thoughts here, Danny? Everything What's...
5: seems super standard to me.
2: Super standard, right? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So, then a king hits the turn.
5: Yeah.
2: And now Larabe leads. Um... So, let's see, two point eight, two point five. 2.5. So, there's about 5.3 in the pot. And Larabe now leads out 3.35 million. I hate that. I think game. it's
5: so stupid. <laughs> like, I don't uh, think he's ever doing it with a queen. Yeah, I mean, well, if he's doing it with the queen, he has to bet the river. That's a problem in this hand. It bothers me so much.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and what's, what's he rep... What's he repping here? Yeah,
5: I mean, he's just not repping it. I mean, Ace yeah. any probably three bets pre. Um, if he has King Queen, or sorry, if he has D Queen, and sure he can have all kinds of combos of Queen Nine, Queen Ten, Queen Jack, he's always always going to bet the river.
1: Right. Yeah, he I think the from
5: two pair. If a guy uh, bets the flop and, and calls your turn bet. I mean, we want to get value. It obviously, he's going to check back
2: two pair like most times. Well, uh, well, hold on a second. Remember, Larabe doesn't have any. I mean, he has a a nine right now. He doesn't. He has not made the right,
4: right. Right.
2: So he's leading out with just you know bottom pair. Yeah, which I don't understand at all. I don't understand that right because I mean, yeah. He's ahead if the guy folds anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. So why why right. do that? I mean he's afraid he's just afraid of getting And I mean away. like I
5: think he's if, just afraid if, if if uh if he just checks Van Hoops going to check two pair a lot cuz he doesn't want to get check raised. Right. I I don't mm-hmm. I don't really get the bet. I just don't, what is the purpose of the bet? You're turning what you could turn into a bluff. Into a glove. <laughs> yeah. Already, and now you're out of position, and it, there's still another card to come. Right. Okay. Yeah,
1: seems like the worst possible place to lead. Unless your plan is to bomb the river. <laughs> but right. I don't like that either, obviously. But if I that's mean, your plan, I then I get it. I don't get, get the
5: whole line. I just don't get it. When, yeah, I mean.
1: I mean, they're more. Cool. The one... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, the only thing I can really think where I would ever lead here would be, like, some sort of. Combo draw that involves a heart, or that involves two hearts. Mm-hmm. So like maybe I have like, I don't know, ten eight um, of hearts or something. Yeah, ten eight yeah. of hearts or yeah, any kind of hand like that I might yeah. lead. Although I think I probably lead smaller. So yeah, I, I just don't. I don't get. I don't get leading with this hand. Like Danny described it perfectly. Like turning, turning the ability to turn something into a bluff into a bluff. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, Van Hoof calls with his two pair, right? So, and... Like, I
3: don't... I,
5: I feel like even if Van Hoof has a set on that turn, he's probably just going to check. Because he right. doesn't want to get check raised.
0: Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right.
5: And and Laravi has a queen a shitload. So, right. by betting, like, if you don't bet the river after betting the turn, how are you ever ripping the queen? Right. Ever. right. It doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah
2: yeah he just completely froze at whatever. Yeah, I don't
5: right? know I think you just didn't he just fell under pressure,
2: Yeah, because... okay, so 'cause let's start with this. so van hoof calls and the sev- it's seven, which gives uh larabe the the low straight um obviously van hoof still has two pair mm-hmm. and here's. Explain this to me, because this where I'm <laughs> First of all, let's let's figure out what's in the pot now. We said 5.3, and then there's another uh was uh, uh, 5.3 or 5.6, so about 11.6, I guess, in the pot, something like that. Um, Larabe checks, and Van Hoof shoves. And I gotta admit, I don't quite understand why he shoved here. Did he think he was going to get value from a worse two pair? Did he really think he was getting the low set? Like, how could he think? He- this guy has a little straight here because I, I don't know, like is he is he bluffing or is he value betting here?
5: Well, I don't think he's necessarily doing either. Okay. Um, well, no, sorry. Okay, he's doing. He's he is shoving because the guy
2: never has a queen. Never has. Oh, okay. All right, I got you.
1: I got you. So it almost doesn't matter what lariat. Like he just, even if he has a set, he even if he has a
3: work,
5: set, it always works. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say always, but at this point with the given stacks, um, an overbet is never a bluff, an overshub is never a bluff. That's the logic right. most of these people are always going to be thinking, right. and they're going to try to make it look like a bluff. Um, so as played... I mean, I would never, ever in my life put Larave on the Queen because he always should be betting the turn and getting called by two pair or set or whatever. Right. Uh, even if he bets it like one quarter pot, like to get showing out, like um to get uh, to show it out with like a, a versus a set or versus you know top two or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I mean. I would always bet a set on the river here, I think.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Because right. I don't want to have the
5: check call a massive bet. I would bet fold.
3: Right. And, That's
5: fair. Right. So when Larabe checks, it just doesn't make enough sense. But the thing is, he does have some eights in his range, and he does have some sets in his range, but they all have to fold because, obviously, of ICM implications and... Um, Van Hoof is just taking advantage of that because he knows he doesn't have a queen. Yeah. So was... I, I think it's better than checking for showdown value when you have the chance of losing this pot. Okay, that's fair.
1: And I think this is a spot where Van Hoof's like, cash game background probably really served him well. Right. Like He was able to range him well enough to know he is, never has a queen. Right, ever. but he does <laughs>
5: have some eights and he does have some sets.
1: Yes, for sure. And he
5: does have um, King Jack.
1: Mm-hmm. So, well, yep, and he's got to fold all of them. Yes.
2: <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Does he have to fold the eights? Yeah, all day. All day, okay. All day. Right.
1: Yeah. Wow. I would agree with that. That was it's, a boss but, play. But, <laughs> I mean, it's,
5: like, just check check all. The um, thing is, unless uh, Ben Hoof has a queen... Van Hoof is checking the turn, right? I think. Mm, I think right, he does. Right. I mean, with with two fair, I, which I think he has a lot, and I I don't think he has that many queens because he has a lot of ace jacks he bets to flop with. He has a lot of king jacks, jack tens, and he's not going to turn those hands into a bluff and get check raised, but he can make a boat on the river versus queen, right. and he's still in position. So. Um, by taking this line, I mean it would have win check check on the turn, then he could just go to check called on the river and right and won a pot, yep,
1: yeah, yeah, I think Lorabi had a couple opportunities to win the pot, I mean he could have honestly
5: if if he checks the turn, I feel I feel like this goes check check turn check check river, and Larabi wins the pot,
1: yeah, yep. yep, yeah, he could have gone that route, he could have led the river yep. after betting the turn, yep. he could have even. You know, if the turn goes check check, he could even lead the river and fold to a shove. Yes. Which he might not win the pot, but I think he does. Yep. I, agree. <laughs> I think he probably gets called and he probably yep. wins more, mm-hmm. actually.
5: But the the turn lead I just I, I couldn't justify it if I tried. I just yeah. don't understand it. Yep. I don't know what he was thinking. I'm bummed. I don't know if he knew what he was thinking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm thinking he doesn't based on a hand we're going to cover later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's more to come from him. Okay, so let's move sure. on to the next hand. Um, should we just go right to the Larrabee hand? The, the uh, let's, do a, let's just do a quick shove range check
2: on, right. on Politano. Like um, okay. So I'll do, I'll do this one. So it's a hand 100. Um, let me get you stacks here. Um, at this point, Newhouse is gone, and Politano is the short stack at the table. Um we have no he's not the short stack, actually. We're at three hundred, six hundred. Um Pappas has seven million and Palatano has eight million. Um Tonkin and Van Hoof are, you know, far away from everyone else with sixty, 60 million each. The other uh Stevenson Larabe have and Jacobson have about seventeen or eighteen each, and Cindelar has ten million. So these two guys are the short stacks. Um it gets folded to Palatano on the button. And he moves all in. In the blinds are, who do we say is in the blind here? We know Stevenson's in the big blind. And it was Pappas in the small, I believe, right? Yep. Okay. That is correct. (laughs) So, Queen-10 off. He's got roughly 14 big blinds. And he open ships Queen-10. Stevenson in the big blind with 18 million... Who's in the small
5: line again, you say?
2: Uh, Pappas, with the short stack. Okay, okay. So, just quick range check here. 14 big blinds. 14 bigs, Queen 10. Can he open and fold to a 3-bet?
5: Yeah. Definitely. I mean... Mm-hmm. Of course he can. Can he be, And it looks incredibly yeah. knotted. Right. <laughs> That's what I, was going through <laughs> my mind. That's why I are going to bring his hand up.
2: That's what it feels like.
5: I mean, I... I think open shoving at this point seems like you're going to get called perfectly. Yeah.
2: I just don't see...
5: Would he really open... Would he shove aces here? Right. No,
4: never. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Would
5: he shove kings and queens here? No, never. Right. Uh, Even jacks, even ten... uh, I mean, I guess with all the money on the line, he might shove like nines and tens. But in general, for me, I mean, I would induce at least sevens or eights
2: here. Yeah. So
5: by shoving, I mean, I think your range is like Broadway's and pairs up to sixes or sevens. So you're getting called perfectly, so you're opening yourself up to that, which is a massive problem. And you might shove like ace, uh, probably shove like ace eight suited, maybe ace ten off.
2: Right, right. I just don't see you getting exploited too often here. Right. The other guys. Like Pappus, who is the amateur who you know played well and did show aggression when he had chips is the small stack right mm-hmm. now. So I just don't, you know, he's not shoving queen 9 <laughs> here. No. So, you know, so if he's shoving, you're beat by him and you could fold. You're yeah, right. And you really do damage Stevenson's stack if, you know, he's going to be shoving light. and and I just don't see him like why would he why would he risk that many chips on a shove here mm-hmm. with air, right? So I feel, I feel like I mean, you may, you know, sure, you may fold to Ace Jack, which you're your right odds. What's that? I might
5: limp this spot. Oh, interesting. Okay. Hmm.
1: Kind of like that, but, especially because we're on the button. Yeah.
5: Um, because it's going to throw them off because I don't think people are limping these stacks enough and especially in the cutoff and button. And it's a hand where it flops well and you only risk one big blind if someone shoves.
3: Yeah.
5: Um by shoving you're getting called perfectly because these guys are good players. Yep. Yeah. Um if you min raise you open yourself up to obviously you could still get flatted by the big blind. Um and you have Pappas who is short who, well, it's just costing you two big lines. And, and, like, I think if you limp, I don't even think Pappas is going to come along for the ride unless he has quite a playable hand. And even right. still, it looks crazy. Like, it, it feels like you could be limping aces here, too. Um, right. I don't know. I, I, I'm i not saying I necessarily would, but I think it would be be consideration. But-
2: Let's talk about that for a second because I, I haven't done a lot of the you know like limping is more in vogue after Black Friday and I'm not putting you know I'm not it's not really in vogue on the American site so it's probably happening more either live or on the you know on the good sites <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and so I'm not super familiar with the proper strategy here so if
1: you limp, I, your...
5: honestly this is pretty experimental to me too I, I've okay. been doing it probably for the last six months in All the right. cut off and button uh, from you know like basically 13 to 20 big blind stacks ish especially when i've been aggressive but like yeah. this is this is just a really marginal spot like <sighs> queen ten off is obviously it's plus to be long term but this is right. not long term you make this once in your life
4: <laughs> right
3: you're right playing for millions
4: That's so, right.
5: and you're playing in the sickest structure ever yeah. and you it's not like you have it, like, if he had seven or eight big lines, obviously, you're shoving here. It's not like he has 14. Yeah. Like, I think there, yeah. any option is better than shoving and yeah. getting called perfectly. I think raised folding is better because, yeah. I, I mean, you look so nutted. I mean, yeah. from this, it's not like you're raised folding this stack very often at all at this final table. And it's a perfect spot to do it because path is in the small blind. And and you're only getting flatted by the big one. Pappas isn't isn't flatting you. The big one could flat you, I guess. And but I, I just I still feel like he's not going to do it very often.
2: So so if you limp here, and you know the flop is, you know I don't know. You don't you don't connect with I mean, it, like if, but, he, but but next to you. I'm
5: big like most flops. Even if I do a hit, because then I can shove the turn.
2: Wait, wait. you broke up on my side a little bit. Oh. Bigger, but so can you say that again? You bet... Yeah, you bet? Like
5: I, I would limp and bet any flop, but even if I hit the flop, I'm probably going to bet big so I can shove the turn, and just to win that pot. So, Unless you smash it, obviously.
2: Right, so okay, so he checks to you, you bet, you know, whatever. I guess there's like three big blinds in the pot at this point.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right, uh, or two and a half, even. And or with No, I guess with the antes, it'd be about three, three and a half. Um...
3: So I was at like two
5: or two point two or something like two, that. Two
2: or two point two, and then and then you're you're it's ready. Like to...
5: they're going to be folding second pair a lot. I, I right, right,
4: right. What are
5: they going to do? Check fold the turn? Like, yeah. If I they think... check, if they if they check call, um, they're going to have to have a lot of it. I and I I would expect them to check raise top pair or whatever. So you can basically... Like, it's pretty easy to play against a range uh, once a, if they just check call.
2: So if they check call, then you're going to put them on a weaker's range, and exactly. then you can shove the turn. Exactly. they. Right. Okay. That is a... yeah.
1: And, and coming from him, it would look so nice. It would. It would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no way he's pulling that off. Yeah. <laughs> They would just be like this guy has ace. I fold top. <there>. Yep.
2: <laughs> okay. All right, cool. I wanted to just uh what, it, I I there.
5: I mean, if you're going to I if this were suited I would kind of get on board with shoving and I would still probably raise fold to be honest at this final table with someone shorter than me. Right. Um because winning an extra half a million dollars or whatever for a prize jump is like winning a WPT tournament yeah. all over again. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, it just it doesn't seem like a great shove. It's, it's obviously plus TV, you know, look at shove charts all over the place. You will make money long term. And I do like the fact that Pap is in the small blind because he's not calling you very often. He's really got to have it. Um, Stevenson can call off, you know, lighter and correctly, but at least you're only basically shoving heads up to a guy who's going to call you with a marginal hand. Right, right.
2: So, it, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's plus EV, but it's not the most plus EV thing you could do. Here. Yeah, I would just raise all with his as well. All right. Well, he gets called uh, by Stevenson with sevens
1: and mm-hmm. does not get there, and he's out. So he exits the tournament. He, the showers, <laughs> <with you. laughs> and
2: his minute tanking hand, minute tank on every hand is no longer in the tournament. Hands yeah. move move faster now.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: next hand is the next Larabe hand. We wanted to discuss. Derek, you want to go to this one?
1: Yeah. So this is. You were saying that he had just uh, – Pappas had just doubled up, right, at this point? If
2: not the hand
3: before,
1: it was maybe two or three hands before that. Yeah. So he's got chips again. Yeah. Um, which, you know, could mean he's opening a little lighter, I suppose. I, you know what? I'm just going to stop and say if this guy's been short-stacked
2: for a long time and finally doubles up to 20 big blinds, I don't see him getting out of line with with 20 (laughs)
5: big lines. He also might be capable and take a spot with, like, Ace Rag, where he thinks that people are going to think that way as well.
3: Fair. Yeah. He he
5: thinks people are going to be like, oh, well, he just doubled up. He has, you know, he has a stack that he can sit around on, but he's still not getting out of line. And, you know, he could take a spot here for a raise-fold spot, I think. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I know, but but
3: that's kind of... I know I would
5: because I think that logic um, works a lot in people's heads. I I just think that they will give you much more credit in this particular scenario.
2: I agree with you, and I think think for you, you probably would have shown some tendency to do that prior. That Mm -hmm. would make me think you could do that, but we don't have any evidence that he can do this. I mean, maybe they do from playing with him for, you know, Five days, or whatever it was right. before that, um, right. but it's just hard to believe given how tight he had been that, like, I could make the leap that he would be play, playing playing yeah. yeah. at that level at that point.
1: I agree. You know? I agree. But, yeah. 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 Yep. So <clears throat> it folds to our friend Billy Pappas. Uh, he raises to one point four million. We're at three hundred six hundred thousand. By the way, I love so, this
2: guy, and I wish he won.
1: <laughs> so don't, get, don't get me wrong; yeah, I really he, wish he won. He is an awesome, He's an awesome
2: guy. guy. I wish he won, and I thought he played great once he got chips. So he just got lucky, but Maybe. anyway, got got yeah. It. Right.
1: Yep. So he makes it one point four, and then Larabe moves all in for twelve point six million with the king queen. Oh, of I was going to
2: even say let's. I mean, everyone knows the hand, but let's let's ask Danny what the right range. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, 21 um, big blinds.
5: Was Pappas the shortest at this point?
2: No, Jacobson is with $8.9, 9, 8.9 million.
5: Okay. And Pappas is in what position? Cut off. He, yes. No, I'm, I mean in the tournament.
2: Uh, he's next. So there's six uh, six left. He's fifth out of sixth. Uh, there's a pretty wide distance between... So the, the stacks are... Uh, Van Hoof with 68, Tonkin with 64, Stevenson, I'm sorry, larappi with 25, so big gulf there still between those guys. Stevenson with 20, then it drops down to Pappas with 12, and Jacobson with 9, and mm-hmm. they're at 300-600. So Jacobson's got 15 bigs, and Yeah, Pappas I mean, seven.
5: I'm completely torn on this hand, to be honest. Completely torn. Um, with someone being shorter than Pappas at this point, king queen of Hearts flops incredibly well even versus in his inducing range yeah there's only a couple hands across him and he has blockers to a bunch of them and um and putting the max pressure on i mean he might get him to fold eights or nines right by shoving um
4: yeah
2: but it
3: just flops so well i guess that's 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 it, my yeah, issue. it does
5: flop so well um but putting the max pressure on a guy who's looking for a pay jump, obviously this is what? How much next? How much his next spot? Another five or six hundred k or something? Yeah. I mean, really big. has to have it, and obviously he has a stack he can raise fold. Now it's the cutoff. Um,
1: it is a cutoff. You're right about that. Twenty one big big ones it just seems like infinity to me in the main event, though. Like I would have killed for twenty one big blinds on day two of the main event. <laughs> Right.
5: Um doesn't that make you feel like you could raise fold it like three more times, three or four more times though?
1: Well, if I'm Le- Larabe, I guess it also makes me feel like I can three bet fold the hand like this. Or just flat.
5: Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: That makes Shoving just seems like risking a lot to earn. But the
5: thing is by shoving take it takes away. Um, ace jack, probably. Mm -hmm. It takes away maybe sevens and eights. Right. Maybe nines and tens. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. I mean, I don't know how loose Peppers would call, but with a guy shorter than him, but it seems like it would be proper to fold most of those hands with a shorty at this point. Um, again, a hand like king-queen suited, you can obviously flat play post, but how often are you going to get value? Um, like if, if you, if there's one, like if Pappas does have nines or tens and it comes queen or king high, you know it's not like you're going to get a lot of value. Right.
1: Yeah, it's a good point. It's interesting because these hands are always a little bit like skewed in our brains because we know yeah. what everybody has. So yeah, it's one of those things where it's like if I'm if really trying Le to look Le at it unbiased. I really yeah, try. like if Robbie shoves and Pappas finds a full with like tens or something, we're just like, wow, yeah. sick, you know, nice shove. Like he got him to fold mm-hmm. a, pr- a pretty big hand. <laughs> but of course, we know Lorabee is king, so it. Excuse our thinking a little uh, bit. I mean, I mean, I remember when I saw this him live. I was like, wow, what a blow up! I know, and,
5: and I felt but the yeah. way you're talking, way. it's
1: not I so felt bad. The I guess
5: same way. I really, honest to God, did. Yeah,
1: but there's something to that,
2: right? Like you're watching the game flow, and yeah. it felt it felt like such a big shove in the game in the game that was being played.
5: Yeah, and yeah. the thing is, in this structure, twenty big blinds
1: is a big shove.
2: Yeah, it is. <laughs> it it is. is. That, that, yeah, how many twenty big blind shows were there? Not that
1: many. <laughs> right. Yeah, not many. Yeah, I like I would flat here a hundred percent of the time, but I think
5: I don't know I would flat as well. I, I really do think I would. Um,
2: okay.
5: How many chips did I get can you say how how much did Larabe have?
2: Larabe, okay, so Larabe had twenty five million at three hundred, six hundred. So he had, you know, forty bigs. Forty so bigs forty three. Pretty much forty two, forty three.
1: <laughs> Which he's risking 21 of. Yeah. So he shoves. He loses.
2: He's he down to 12. He got 20, 20. 20. 21
1: bigs. Yeah. What? Like to me, the idea of flatting and it's just eh, if I, you know, if I lose the hand, I still have 40 bigs yeah. instead yeah. of 41. Or even, even three betting and just like eh, okay, if but I, you just know, just if I three bet. max
5: pressure on with someone being shorter than him. That's the thing, though. How much did Jacobson have at this point?
1: 15 bigs.
5: Yeah, 15 bigs.
1: I mean, the nice thing is, if you three bet here, like say, let's see, Pappas makes it 1.4, so say we make it like 3.6 or something, mm-hmm. and Pappas shoves 12.6 million, we can fold so easy. Yeah, so you, you, I would rather
5: do it with a hand like ace rag or like Yeah,
1: a that's hand right. Right, yeah, that's right. Suited, so hand I hand. mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not arguing no, 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 no. I would flat, right. we all like, agree I would flat 100%. We were, for the most part, flat. I just think I like it better than a shove. Yeah. Just because I don't think Pappas is ever going to get out of line, like he's at least not in a four, in a four bet set. So he might be opening light, lighter, yeah. you know. You said like Ace Eight or something like that, but I don't think he's ever going to four bet light. Yeah, what do we four bet if you three bet?
2: How I actually think he pro, like if we don't think he's nutted here, which I know I walked into the analysis thinking that he probably was given, and maybe I'm just being colored by the fact that I know he has kings, but
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know if we don't think he's nutted here. Then we're playing, you know, if we if we three bet, then he might call a lot of hands behind us. And we're playing out of position, but we are playing with a hand that flops great. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any value in that. I don't really think he called it, very
5: often from this guy. You don't think
1: he because,
5: no. People haven't been really three betting out of position without it for the
1: most part either. Right. Yeah, I'd be more worried about somebody like Van Hoof yeah. calling him. Yeah. With like 810 suited or something. I agree.
5: Pappas is the stack. He's going with her.
2: he's not. No, no, and and the um is the big blind. So there's no one else to act in this hand.
1: No, I'm just. Oh, saying, you mean if like, it was Van? If the villain. Is oh, okay, the hero, gotcha, gotcha. Oliver, yeah, it, yeah. It, gotcha. If it wasn't Pappas and it was like Van, exactly. okay, and I'd be like, uh, I don't really want to three back because he might four exactly. bet. night. Or he might flat eight nine out of position, you know, or in position. I mean, he, he me.
5: is folding out a pawn man, and. Even when called, if he's called by Tensor jacks, he's flipping. Even if he gets heroed by ace jack, the fact is, Pappas, yes, he did double. Um, but he's also using his nitty uh, image to his advantage. I would assume the cutoff is people yeah. are even if he has twenty one big blinds. I think all these players are capable of raising folding down to like twelve big blinds at this final table.
3: Yeah,
4: twenty-one
5: big blinds. I mean, maybe Larabe's just not that comfortable post flop, and maybe. And even if he gets called, like like I said, I mean, he has blockers—the queens and kings, and ace king and ace queen.
2: I, I mm-hmm. mean, in, upon hearing your analysis, as Derek said, upon hearing your analysis, I don't hate it as much as I did, but in in the game, it felt.
3: So I know. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I thought about it too. Uh,
1: because, Especially yeah. when the flop came ace, ace, ace. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> then it seemed really spewy. Yeah. I don't know if I had seen a percentage that skewed on who was going to win the hand before. But I
5: don't like 3-bet fold with king-queen suited. Yeah. I definitely don't. Right. For, I, I mean, I would rather keep 40 big blinds because you have the entire world to just sit on it pretty well. Right. I would just flat and check fold, or... Actually, I would check call this flop, obviously. a 6 Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you can really fold king-queen on a ace, ace Ace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so it seems like flatting is pretty much universally the best.
5: Yeah. It prob-
1: Although, n- none of us hate shove as much as we no, do. No,
5: because he's putting max pressure ago. and getting folds from, I guess... Like, I don't think Pappas is just open shoving uh fives through eights with 21 bigs there. He's obviously opening those hands but um I mean I don't really think he can call with Jacobson being out 15
1: bigs right yeah I wonder what uh, I wonder what Pappas calls with here in the same situation with different hands like ace queen plus tens plus or something
4: Maybe
5: uh nine? yeah yeah Something, something like, like that. A, I, he's yeah. definitely not pulling ace, queen, or 10s, I don't think. He mm-hmm. might hold ace and nines, though. I mean, he really might. And he probably yeah. holds ace, jack, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think ace, jack would be a full for sure. Right.
5: So that's why the shove is not as bad as it seems.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and if you look at, like you said, he I mean, has so many blockers to so many of the hands. I mean, it, it probably limits it to, like, like nine hands he could call with or something. Right. <laughs> or, Yeah. Something in that range.
2: Those blockers did make a big, are a big deal.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I
2: discounted that.
1: Yeah, it's the interesting.
3: Cats,
1: <laughs> cats have an opinion. Sir. They're cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd say
3: they are. Oh.
1: Okay. Cool. All right. So good news, uh, Andoni Larabe. We don't hate your hand as much as we did yeah. before this podcast started. Good job. <laughs> Cool. All right, let's uh, let's move on to another one.
2: Yeah, I'll do this one. It's it's another quick sort of shove call range check here. Um, it's hand 145. So I think it's hand 145. Yeah. Okay. So we lost the Ra- Larabe at this point. Um, the chips. GG. GG. The ch- <laughs> now Van Hoof has kind of distanced himself um, to 89 million. We're at 400, 800 van hoof is at eighty nine million tonking is at fifty one million Stevenson is at twenty seven million Pappas is at twenty five million and Jacobson is the extreme short stack and I think this is the um this is the shortest he was uh he had six million so he's at like seven sixty six point three so what is that eight eight big lines or so um Stevenson okay, so Jacobson shoves all in. Under the gun with Ace Eight, which seems standard to me.
1: Yeah, this is like eight bags or something.
2: Uh, yeah, ish Yeah, eight bags. How many or handed
1: eight, is this? Five.
5: Was that? Is this five handed or six? Five handed. Okay.
2: Ace Eight under the gun, five handed. And I mean, there's just so much distance between him and everyone else. Right. I don't. Th- I don't think he can afford to get through the blinds again. No. What they say, right? Okay, so it folds all the way to Tonking, and I brought this hand up because can he fold King Jack here is my question. Um, and at first, I I had forgot he had so many chips. So you know, maybe it's a moot point with fifty one million chips um, and moving up a spot. It actually seems like a no brainer at this point. But yeah, you know, it, it seems like a no brainer, so it's probably a pointless hand. But like, you know, if he had, if he had eighteen million, if he had Twenty million is that a fold? Is it still a call with the opportunity to knock someone out? I guess still.
5: Um, I mean, it comes down to basically what his ranges, and I think Jacobson is shoving nearly perfect from eight big blinds at five-handed. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I would give him a range something like eight big blinds. I mean. I'd say he has like.
2: I guess there's a lot of queens in his hand, right? a lot of jack. He has
5: obviously worse broadways and
2: yeah,
1: yep
5: under pairs and aces. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Okay. King a lot nines. Of tons of hands we dominate. Tons of hands
5: we dominate, and we're still thirty-five, forty percent versus a bunch of them with a the massive prize jump on the line. Yep, probably makes it a call from. Most stacks
2: yeah i I agree I agree, okay unless
5: you're unless you're a similar stack um like if you even if you have double his stack probably uh, it's probably a call yep
1: okay, you so know what could be interesting here is if you had known Jacobson was running four hundred simulations or whatever he ran. You could have probably pegged his range exactly, like if you just knew he was he had studied shove charts. Yeah, know, oh, you could have said of course. That, you could have said, okay, I, I mean,
5: cool. I would I would assume that he's shoving perfectly anyway because of who he is.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, very true. And I and like you said, I think that includes all kinds of hands that we
5: beat. Yes, we I mean, at, it's not like he's going to look down at nine eight suited and fold, right? From this stack, yep. yeah, or even an eight seven suited or. Is it, he's not even gonna fold deuces, five handed. Right.
3: Yep, right,
5: yep. Okay. And you know, obviously you have queen jacks and jack tens and yeah, jack nine suiteds and jack eight suiteds and whatever ten eight suiteds. Crush mm-hmm. all those.
4: Yep. King yeah, jack.
5: We're... I mean, like if he had jack ten, I think this was a top call. Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: That yeah. Because then we're. We're behind a lot more. All the broadways
5: that he shoves have us crushed.
1: Yeah. Now we're really only beating like the eight, nine. Exactly. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I mean, King Jack is probably close to the bottom that I call it. I might call King or Queen Jack.
3: Yeah. With his
5: stack. I mean, I'm calling Queen Jack, but I'm saying if we had a, uh, if we had like 25 big blinds or something. Right. I would call with, like, ten suited, but Jackson off and awesome stuff, I'm going to fold.
3: Mm.
1: Makes sense. All, All right. right. We like your call. All right. I think we got two more hands here, so thank you for sticking with us for for this. Uh, um, the next one... It's a marathon. It's, it's a ma- winter marathon <laughs> for people who are snowed into their homes. <laughs> All right. So, KB, why don't you...
2: This is the big um, Van Hoof hero call. I think this is one of the most interesting hands of the main event. Ah, uh, Yes. It's uh, hand 269. Yep. So This is day two now, right? We're over on day two at this point.
1: Yeah, so we're three-handed at this point?
2: We're three-handed, back for day two. And I'll give you chip counts to start here. Um, Okay, so the chip counts are... Jacobson is now the chip leader. Okay, we're at 600, 600, 1.2 million. Jacobson is a chip leader with 80, 87 million. Van Hoof is right there with 80, okay, 86.9 million for Jacobson and 86.7 for Van Hoof. So they're right neck and neck. And Stevenson is the short stack at 26.9 million. That is our stack sizes.
1: I just want to know what it's like in the main event to be able to have enough to play a 1.2 million big blind <laughs> since you start with 10K <laughs> or 30K. Yeah. So yeah. Basic. That's a lot of work to do. Uh, okay, yeah. So like you mentioned, blinds are 600,000, 1.2 million. Uh, Van Hoof is on the button, and he raises the jack five with to 2.6 million. And I'm assuming this deep for everybody. I mean, we're raising... Pretty much our entire range from the button, right, Danny? Or not our entire 100% from the button? I should say. Wait, oh, yeah, I would
5: be raising quite wide. Yeah.
1: I mean, so, you can fold two seven, two eight. Yeah, of course. Sure, yeah, but pretty much anything like Jack five off, we're opening eighty percent so, at least. We have the yeah. button, yeah, yeah. So Van Hoof makes it two point six million. Uh, Felix Stevenson is in the big blind. He makes the call with the nine eight off suit. Uh, and the flop comes 9-4-3, two clubs. Stevenson checks. Van Hoof checks back, which is actually pretty good, because I would just bet this looks like the flop that you see bet every single time. <laughs> I don't know why he wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, I
5: don't get that either. I have no Maybe. idea why he
1: wouldn't. I think the commentators has even made a mention at one point, like, like, wow, Hoof just always knows where he is. He even checked back this flop. Like, uh,
5: that's such that's so stupid. They're so biased. Well, They're, it, it is completely st-
1: yeah, it is completely stupid, but it just shows how amazing it was or not, how strange it was. But the thing is there's
5: so many good turn cards from in the double barrel with five there. I mean a six or a deuce yeah. or a clog or a jack.
3: Yeah.
5: I yeah, don't a- uh, why doesn't he the thing is you should be C betting here from your stack every time. Um Yeah. Because you're taking control and then deciding what to do on the future streets. So I just... Yep.
1: Yep, agreed. I don't get
5: it.
4: I, yeah. I
1: But he doesn't. Um, so we go to the turn, and the turn is the five of hearts. So now it's nine, four, three, five.
4: Two Let's clubs, just go back, back to the flop
1: though. What
5: hand can we ever check back here? That's the problem I have.
1: Yeah, because
2: big cards would just take a stab. They should. take, I mean, you'd expect mm-hmm. to take a
5: stand. What, what hand? There's yeah. not one single hand he has that he checks back here on a field. Like sets,
1: uh, sets maybe only I mean, sets. Sets maybe. Yeah, that seems like about That's it. Though.
5: It that has to be it. Yeah.
1: Do we do we ever check back something like aces because we know we're just gonna?
5: Ace it, where he's he's just gonna fold
1: of the, so often.
5: Aces with the ace of clubs. Ace yeah. With the king
4: of clubs.
1: Yeah, because I, because I'm also looking at the board and going, well, shit, this is pretty hard for Stevenson to have hit too. If I see bet here with my aces, he's just going to fold every time. But if I check, he might actually turn. Okay.
2: That's it.
1: Yeah, but yeah, it's like aces kings. So he's repping. Sets. I mean, I
2: guess he's repping that. I guess. I mean, I, I guess he's trying to to convey that strength. Like my hand is That so seems. But there's a flush out there. For him
5: to be opening, yeah, for him to be opening the button. Um, I think he should be playing balanced versus thinking players and meaning that he should be c-betting whether he has it or not.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, Right.
5: And Stevenson's a really good player, so he should know at all times. Like, it's going to be weird when – I guess maybe Van Hoof's thinking is that Stevenson thinks that he should be balanced, and when he checks back, it's like, what the hell is going on? Right.
1: And, and when he that's pretty many maybe that ago. could be
5: the level <laughs> that he's on I mean that's right. pretty insane it's but besides that it's hard to break down the hand like this it just seems so standard to see that here when there's so many good turns
2: and, and when he checks here it it makes it hard to believe that he if a flush card comes that he has a flush he's right you know it's like hard I you know spoiler a, a you know a flush card comes later on and you just don't you're not worried about that anymore. No, if you're if you're Stevenson, because he would be betting the flush for here a hundred percent of the time. Always. So you kind of eliminate that part, that bluff out of your range. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's a very good point, and we'll we'll see on the river that that actually comes into play. So, again, on the turn is the, the five of hearts. So it's nine, four, three, five. Um, and Stevenson now bets four million, which I think is completely fine. He's got top pair, and apparently Van Hoof has nothing because he. Check back the, rip, uh, the flop. <laughs> um, but Van Hoof calls because he's now flopped third pair. Yeah, yeah, third pair. Uh, Van Hoof calls. The, 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 the street seems standard to me. Just, yeah, yeah, as played. As I played, The street yeah. is completely standard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the river is the king of clubs, so that puts the third club on the board, completing a flush. Um, and this is kind of where what you guys were talking about comes into play. Stevenson shoves 17.1 million. He's only got second pair now. Shitty kicker. It's like... That, but him? it's like we said, he never has a flush. Van Hoof never has a flush. Yeah. <laughs> this is the sexiest move of the tournament, by the way, for me. That
2: he sized up the hero nature of Van Hoof mm-hmm. and got him... And I'm I'm betting that he is value betting here. I, I'm feeling I, like Stevenson is value yeah. betting here. I think he... But getting my opinion. lost. He's he's a hero. He hero-called a hand I earlier. I don't that, remember it.
5: obviously, but... He hero-called
2: two, three times on day one, so he he's, observed, he's observed him hero-call. He hero-called with, like, overcards. I mean, not that that's anything wrong with that, but he hero-called with overcards a couple of hands, like, maybe 20, ten hands earlier. I forget what they were. I don't remember the details. But he has a propensity to call, to, to make hero calls, and that's, like... I'm gonna just give Stevenson the credit for thinking that. Because, I mean, is he bluffing here?
5: He must be putting him on a hand like
2: ace,
5: ace five,
2: right? Or, or... ace jack, or he's gonna no, or he or it's the king is a great card for. Is it a good card for Stevenson? Let me think. About it. Is this a good card for Stevenson? The bluff at because like when he jams, this. yeah, when he jams, Stevenson looks bluffy. right? So Wait. that's gonna make in turn make Van. Hoof more likely to call with even Ace Jack or Ace 10 or Ace 5.
5: But then, like, what is Stevenson repping? 5 6 exactly? Like, or, I mean, like, what is he bluffing with?
2: Let's think about that. It's a good question. He called from the big.
5: Like, if you're expecting a hero call, or if you're thinking that Van Hoof is going to call with, like, Ace 10 or Ace Jack, that's. Wait, I don't know what Steven would
3: Stevenson, has, Stevenson
2: can rep a bluff here a lot because he calls out of the big blind, so his range is super wide, right? He checks the flop, and then he just stabs he, he leads out on the turn. So it's not like he called a turn bet, right. He's he's taking a stab on the turn. So he's still his range is still undefined. To me. You're if, right. i mm-hmm. like that. Right? So he, he has a lot of bluffs in his range when the king of clubs comes out. He's he's got the most likely flush draw, flush. I'm sorry, flush flush bluff <laughs> here <laughs> to, to, to make. It's just so many levels. It's so.
5: It savvy. is so many levels. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> this is insanity.
2: This um, is insanity. This is insanity, and I feel like I'm close to understanding it, but I'm missing yeah,
5: something. I, I mean, this is just mind
3: boggling.
5: Um, the problem I have with it is that Van Hoof might not be some of Stevenson's bluffs.
1: Right. Van Yeah, like like a Five. Uh wait. What Van, if
5: for some reason that Van Hoof is checking sixes or sevens or eights on this bluff?
2: But Van Right. But Stevenson is beating that. Wait, what is yeah,
1: Stevenson's beating that? so he can right, he's hear saying, he's saying seven, like eights. yeah he doesn't like the hero No well, yeah he that's the saying. thing I don't
5: like the, I don't like the jack five call
1: oh right right yeah I agree with that
2: I agree with that that's it actually those are, but, sorry to let's go back for a second we, oh yeah we spoiled it yeah, no 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 <laughs> sixes sevens and eights if Van, if he thinks Van Hoof can play six seven eights this way yes yes
5: that's this right. is
2: another great reason to shove yeah another fantastic reason to shove it's just so good by Stevenson on so many levels
1: yeah yeah kudos yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um
5: so oh, for shit, that... I said I think I said that wrong. <laughs> um what if no I think what I meant to say was what if Stevenson turns like ace five or five sorry, ace five or king five into a blow.
1: Or queen Because king or five. Queen, too fair. Or
5: sorry, yeah, queen five. Yeah
1: yeah i think I think you actually said it correctly i, I like you were yeah, saying like van Hoof makes this hero call, but the problem is that he might be behind yeah. even bluffs yeah he could be behind yeah. six to sevens or eights on on uh yes, yes. On part yeah, yeah. yeah. and the, you know those are all bluffs at those this are point. all a bluff right. at this point yeah he's behind a whole bunch of stuff i mean i, I guess there's a debate whether nine eight is a bluff or a value. Shove, but either way, I don't know how I'm ever calling off
3: seventy million I, I don't know.
1: with a with a five. Yeah, there. and and I think that's probably you know every
2: player has a, a weakness, right, and and a hole in their game. And I, Stevenson, I think, accurately assessed. I don't know if they play together online at all because they are both pretty big stake cash game players.
5: Mm-hmm. They're both yeah. insanely good. Don't They're like pro- I. Yeah. Not saying that any of yes. this is wrong. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. But
5: um, it just it seems like it's with the st- structure and taking everything into account, um, that herald call seems unnecessary.
1: Right. That's right. Yeah. And it, it really did seem to end up being Van Hoof's undoing. Like, yeah. I think he really lost it. Yeah. Yeah.
5: What the? Why the fuck did he come back with sunglasses? The dude was a beast. He's like six foot six, <laughs> intimidating as yeah. shit. He was intimidating. Like he was. And he comes back with shades on. Yeah. That and, and I read,
2: I read, I read a, an interview with him on that. He that was the first time he's ever worn sunglasses playing poker. Like, why would you do that?
5: Why would back you for the final three? Thing when you're the champion change anything? Right. <laughs> it I, really
2: didn't make any sense.
5: Uh, it was
2: strange. I, it was strange. It was a strange.
5: Weirdest thing I've probably ever seen.
1: That is kind
4: of strange.
1: Change made. Trying to turn his mojo around. He's the chip leader. (laughs) Well, he's trying to keep his mojo. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. Anyway, trying to finish third. Apparently. (laughs) So that just went all wrong for him, and the rest of the tournament
2: went went wrong as well. Um, And we had Jacobson and Stevenson head up. Do we have another hand on this, or is that the last one? We have the Van Hoof show. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's talk about that. Last one. His uh his demise. Let me get you some chip counts here. And two ninety three. Stacks are roughly we're at eight hundred six one point six million. Uh Jacobson with ninety two million. Stevenson with sixty and van Hoof with forty seven million. So we're still 30 bigs deep. Man, this tournament is so deep. <laughs> We're still 30 bigs deep. Right. Of, I'm sorry. You know, 900 hours later. Um, and Van Hoof is on the button. He raises to $3.6 So before we even get into hands, let's just go through this.
5: I so think a lot of hands at this point for the for... Yep. On the bottom I, seems
1: like a really good hand to do. Yeah, it. Yeah, I would
5: limp a lot because I think I'm going to get resistance from the bigger stacks a lot, because um, from a 30-bay blind stack, you're put to the test every time yeah. you open. Right. I mean, it's like they should be 3-betting you. They should be 3-betting you. When they level. 3x 3-bet you and yeah. they're out of position, I mean, you have to make a decision. You It's really tough to flat versus a really good player, because yeah. when you flat, you just don't have it that often.
3: So, so let's, I
2: mean, that is completely relevant here because Van Hoof makes it 3.6, right, at, at, and the blind is 1.6, and Jacobson makes it 9.2. Van Hoof has Ace-5 suited, right? Mm-hmm. So, now, it's obviously, a you know, a big raise from Jacobson. Um, it's a lot of chips, uh, but you're 30 deep, and like you said, you have an exploitative stack, you know, exploit... Oh. Exploitable stack size, and given that is ace, I mean it seemed like a pretty instant. It was I guess it wasn't an instant ship, but he shipped forty, you know, thirty big blinds.
3: Seems like a huge
2: shove. Um, I mean, I know ace five three handed. Ace five suited three handed is a great. Yeah, but great when amp.
5: you're called, you're hoping to have one over or one under.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And
5: it like I would rather shove. Jack ten suited.
2: So what do you do here? If you, I mean, you know, I know you said you would limp, but he didn't. Yeah, so. I think that's
5: a main mistake. Like I, I would treat this as a spot where I am limp calling a three or three point five x rather than
2: limp calling uh, is fantastic. Now you're in position. Yes. With yes. a Great. Great. You know, a great range against his range. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that's the best. And way. you're in position.
5: You're keeping your. Position. And you're, that's what I mean.
2: Yeah, you're in position with a better with a better range. It's great. So now, but what are you doing here? I mean, can you can you just call?
5: I I that sizing looks like I'm trying to get you to spaz because I'm making it bigger. Um,
3: it's actually
2: not full three X either. You know, no, it's not full no, no. It'd be like ten points. Yeah, but um. It does feel like it's trying to make you spaz.
5: Yeah, it does. Mm.
2: So what do you do here? I hate this
3: spot.
5: <laughs> I I think he lost it, and I, think, yeah, I like, think I
1: would fold here every time. I would fold. Yeah. Because and
5: it's just like it, it's it, also like the the look on his face, and like you could tell yeah. he was getting frustrated. shit yeah. wasn't working out. He he was the chip leader, nothing went right all day, um yeah. just wasn't playing like he did the day before. Um and when people free at you at this point, like they're trying to make you to make a mistake and yeah. I don't know. Jacobson just seems so smart that he, maybe he does this with air because but I, I, I think he expects us spaz most times. Mm. More or not, yeah. not at
1: least, yeah. It, yeah. And it's the classic thing we've talked about. We can see their hands, so it's obvious. Yeah, but, but I mean, I guess like, there are some hands, is,
5: like it's really not a great hand to do it with.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think you made a great point where there's other hands you'd rather do it with that are not as good a hand Yeah, <laughs> you know, Jack Ten. Jack, for yeah, Jack Ten. Yeah.
2: So this is like a uh, online. This is a fold and don't tell anyone <laughs> just like, yeah. fuck alright I got, I just, I got right. caught and let's just move on and forget this ever happened but
5: like, well, you're only opening 30 bigs like it's ace 5 it's not great like yeah. you're, you're annoyed and yeah you are picking off a significant chunk of your stack here you're picking up what
2: uh, you are picking up a ton when you, you fold.
1: yeah yeah like 12 bigs or something
2: Yeah. And by the way, Jacobson
1: snap. Snap called him.
2: Snap snap called him.
1: He set that all up. Yeah. Uh, I think he knew. He knew. He was waiting for the blow up. Yep. Yeah. Like the entire tournament, Jacobson knew exactly what he was doing the whole time.
2: (laughs) You know, and that busted Van Hoof. Uh, Obviously, Jacobson had uh, ace-ten, 10-5 flop, 10-5-2 flop, and it held. And that left... The um, thing is,
5: Jacobson is in a small blind here, too.
2: Right. He's not
1: the big blind. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's a really good point, too. Makes his range tighter, it for makes sure. Makes it definitely
2: tight. Yeah, taller. you're right. Oh, what a sick cold four spot for Stevenson. Right. right?
3: Oh, my God. Oh God. <laughs> what? You know what? i <laughs> curious.
2: What would you cold four here, Danny? I just, We've oh, my God. cold four a ton here. Oh, my God. It's such a sexy it, spot.
1: It is so sexy. <laughs> I'm sorry. that is that I know. Jacobson made it a little biggish. No, I did not It's not a full 3x. Well, I mean, it's not full 3x, but it's not like he's should... not big for being out of position. But, you yeah, know, not. like it's really not. But what did what did Stevenson start the hand with? Stevenson starts with 58. I guess he's got more than I thought. I mean, but he's got. He's Jacobson still actually make it makes out.
5: it the perfect sizing. I know he's so does, good. He has it or he doesn't have it. <laughs> he's so good. It's, it's the perfect, just sizing. The perfect sizing. <laughs>
2: Like, how do you he pick He's how did he pick that number? It's the
3: perfect size.
5: <laughs> he couldn't make it any better. Yeah. But yeah, I so, mean this is the sickest call for spot ever. And I mean, you could do it with a lot of hands. And uh you
2: make he, it
5: make it uh fifteen K. Yeah.
2: Like they could fold like so if He could fold, yeah,
5: if he makes it fifteen K, he can
2: fold the Van Wait. Okay. Wait. Hold on a second. So if Van who okay, so Van who raises, Jacobson makes it nine point two. Mm-hmm. What's the cold four size?
5: Fifteen.
2: That's small, huh?
5: Yeah. Fifteen like, five. Sixteen
2: K. Yeah, but I mean, what's Jacobson
5: going to do? He's not going to flat. Is he not? Is he out of position to a cold four when it looks like he should be calling Van who.
2: Yeah, I I mean I get it, but it's six. For a thirty two K pot? Put yes, in but put in assist, I always say K. <laughs> but, but
5: but but he's not the short like like Van Hoof is the short stack. Now Jacobson has ace ten, a hand that flops shit. Yeah. Like not not it's hard, like trying not to be results oriented there, but um even if uh, Jacobson has, even if Jacobson has a hand, he's just putting Van Hoof to the test. I mean, there's just nothing he can do because there's still a guy way shorter than him.
3: Like, let's say yeah.
2: Jacobson has like Jack ten suited, but not, not Ace ten, Jack ten suited, which is if not. Do you think
5: you would three bet that here when Van Hoof's ready to blow?
2: I mean, yes, Van Hoof is ready to blow, but I mean, is he really ready to blow? He's ready to. I, don't, I think
5: Jacobson would just flat with Jackson, so it would soon. Okay. Small blind, all right.
2: Fair. Yeah. You don't think Jacobson is light three betting here? Then really, ever. I. From the small blind. Well, I guess. yeah. Yeah,
5: I, I think you would have like at least like King X or Ace X. Okay. Or.
2: So, the reason I'm asking that is so well, if, if he...
5: Broadway's or something like that.
2: Right. So, yeah, the reason I'm asking is how much, how many light but play, you know, post fall playable hands he are in range any. here? I don't think
5: he has any.
2: doesn't have any. Okay. All right.
1: So that actually makes the call for the, 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 less attractive because if we're saying Jacobson's not really a three-betting light... I guess yeah, he could have, he
5: have some pairs. I guess he could have, like, sevens through... Nines that
2: he would three bet and flat a cold four, yeah.
5: maybe. Yeah, I, 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 I guess pairs. I don't think there's
2: anything. I guess I feel like I I mean I don't. Yeah, you know, I feel like 17 is a good cold four size. <laughs> because I don't know. I guess I feel like 15. I might just get called. Too much. Yeah, but, that's fine. Yeah, well, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, we're agreed. <laughs> we'll, go,
3: we'll, go. we'll go 16 and
2: call it, call it an even. You win, Diego.
1: <laughs> so
2: why don't we find ourselves three-handed at the main event
1: next year? <laughs> I can't wait to see Diego called for, like, jack nine soon. When
5: I know you make it a little bigger than clicking it back that you got it. <laughs> or you don't have it, I should say.
3: You don't have it, right?
2: All right. Well, that that ended up in hoops day, and uh, and really, um, they went heads up. And as everyone knows, Jacobson. I mean, Stevens played well, but Jacobson just kind of ran away with it from there. He just had the
5: momentum. He just had the momentum the day two, and he was just yeah. ready to be spent yeah. Yeah. the best yeah. player there. I really thought Van Hoof was gonna win it, but when yeah. he showed up with shades on I was like, Yeah, you lost
3: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> over. No, yeah.
2: <laughs> later.
1: <laughs> so You, you lost your later. <laughs> this brings up kind of a good wrap up question uh before we take a break. What um where do you think Jacobson ranks in terms of winners over the last like, you know, seven, eight I mean, is he the best player we've seen at a main event on the final table in the last I
5: think
1: seven, eight years?
5: Making the, I I think he showed the most um, composure and grind. And I respect that incredibly because a lot of people would have just threw it away years
1: ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've certainly seen enough blowups over the years. Especially for a guy to
5: keep his patience. And the thing is, he's one of the guys, it just goes to show like how healthy um, and, and in shape that a guy can be. And, and mentally ready and prepared that look at what he did. I mean, most guys like a Slav online poker player can't, can't <laughs> sit there and grind that out. They're just taking a <laughs> marginal spot and being done with it. Even though there's that much money on him, he just knew he could out like outlast people and and if he did double, he could just find it. Like, he was just so mo- much more ready than everyone else I felt.
1: I mean, you you know, literally, it was a machine. I mean, if you look, if you look at the recent winners, I I
2: think you're gonna look at Merson and even Duhamel as the most recent best, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And Duhamel has definitely done a lot since, right, to prove that he's a he's a great player. Sure. Um, Hines. great winner, but I don't think he's just done much since, right? I mean, he just hasn't played much, right? So I'm not right. sure he's in the conversation and recently really hasn't done anything. In the past five years, so
5: Jacobson is hands down, I think, the
0: best.
2: Well, the Merson says that he's... Like there was a, there were a couple of tweets around, is he the best? Is Jacobson the best since? And people were saying, well, what about Merson? And Merson himself said, he's a, you know, cash games, maybe Merson, you know Merson's probably better, but mm. tournament, Jacobson is a tournament player, mm. right? I mean, he's just you know, straight-up, better turn and no, no. I, uh... Yeah.
1: I, I certainly couldn't point any hand, like, oh, remember that one hand Merson played oh. bad? But I, but I can't remember watching an entire final table and at the end going, wow, Jacobson never made a single mistake. You know what, though? Nah,
2: he, he really did, didn't. He didn't, but – and I'm not going to take anything away from his win, but he never got coolered. I mean, like, it, oh well, yeah, yeah, he true. shoved 18 times and got it through every single time because yeah. no one had anything.
3: Right, and and yeah. he executed
2: perfectly, but he never got coolered. And there were other right. guys who I think could execute perfectly as well, sure. you know, in the past five years and got coolered over, and over Yeah, hands. I mean,
1: you can only go by the winners.
2: Yeah, right, fair.
1: So fair. fair. He yeah. did it, and
5: even, like, he did execute, and when he did finally get the chips, he really executed. Yeah, <laughs> he, just, yeah, he just did. He, he just could right. not be beaten. When he yeah. had the chips it was it was over I mean, yeah. like, but I think yeah. we need to get jacked and ripped and eat healthy and eat our <laughs> kale and all this whatever <laughs> shit these people eat and
3: whatever
1: uh, Jack
5: jackoon's diet is, I'm getting on it, I think yeah, <laughs> have fun. I'm
1: sticking in and out in beer, <laughs> okay, okay, I'll
5: keep in the weekly i'll take I'll take the, I'll the
1: minus e v food. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, we should probably wrap it up. We've rambled long enough. Nobody wants to hear from us anymore. Uh, Danny, always good to chat with you, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for uh, stopping by the studios, so to speak. Um, everybody out there listening, follow Danny on Twitter at Danny N Thirteen and stay tuned.
5: Diseased creature. Who? What?
1: Diseased creature. What? What? Oh yeah, diseased creature.
5: D-I no. is me old
1: cock and long may big jib draw. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, is this our Newfie what, grammar lesson? What's happening? What? what I don't even... What? Wait
4: where do we right, tell us what the most of those things eat eat I, is, eat, I
5: said, you is me old cock and long may
3: big jib draw. <laughs> oh, What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, we we can't leave the listeners in suspense. You have to tell us what that means.
5: Right. So there's a tradition in Newfoundland, and there's a couple bars downtown that do it for people not from here that come here, and they make them, like, honorary Newfoundlanders. So um, you basically – a guy comes out and he rambles on a big old Newfie speech or whatever, and you have to repeat after him a bunch of um, – bunch of sayings or whatever, and this is one of them. This basically means um may there always be wind in your sails kind of thing.
0: Oh.
5: And it has nothing to do with the big old cock or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
5: but yeah, you have to you have to do that, and then you have to take a shot of Screech, which is like a, a newbie rum, black rum, and you have to kiss a codfish, a dead codfish.
1: <laughs> and then, <laughs>
5: then you become an honorary new so...
1: So, are you saying if I come to yes. New to visit you, are, I can become an honorary New Yeah, friend? there's a bar.
5: There's a couple of bars, Trapper John's and Christians. Um, they both do those, and it's fucking hilarious. And yeah, it's it's a great time. And whoever comes here, like my buddies from away, um, we always get them to do it. It's great.
1: Oh man, I have right. to go. I guess I'm gonna make a trip. I want to do that.
5: And cool. Eric, you'll like the Screech. It's like a dark and You'll get fucked up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds amazing already. Love it.
5: All right. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Hey, Danny. Cool, Danny.
1: Thank you. Thank All you, right. guys. Thanks. Thank uh, uh, DannyN13,
5: and, and hit me up for coaching. DannyN13PokerCoaching yep. at gmail.com.
2: And DannyN13
1: on Twitter, right?
5: On Twitter. Yes, sir. All right. yeah,
1: follow him. We'll
5: Okay, later, yes. boys. And uh, he will
1: fill you in on our uh, our beard challenge that we're yes. doing. Yes,
5: um or Beard, whatever the hell Derek's doing. Uh,
1: beard month? Beard I, month.
3: <laughs> and Derek,
5: I am... uh, Diego's like 85 years old and <laughs> space, so he can't participate, but
1: he'll
2: join uh, I am ready to declare. <laughs> I've made my choice. You're <laughs> in. I'm announcing. No, 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 I'm announcing my who I'm supporting.
1: Oh, which team you're on. That's yes. Okay.
2: I, I've been... after. <laughs> careful consideration um, and talking to both parties and understanding their intentions for this contest and what they plan to do if they win. I uh, will be voting Team Danny. God, (laughs) what a traitor, man. Later,
1: Team KB. Psych! (laughs)
3: Psych! later, Hashtag Alright. Have
1: a good one. We'll, uh, good we'll be, good. Uh, be right back after this on the Tournament Poker Edge podcast. Later.
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: What's up, guys? It's Killing Bird from Tournament Poker Edge and the Tournament Poker Edge podcast. I just wanted to let you guys know about another very cool poker podcast. It is called Midstakes Living. It is available on iTunes or, of course, at TournamentPokerEdge.com. Midstakes Living is the podcast to give you an inside glimpse at the lifestyles of MTT grinders from around the world, check it out again at tournamentpokeredge.com or just search Midstakes Living on iTunes. I think you'll dig it. Later. Welcome back to the Tournament Poker Edge podcast. Uh, Thank you, as always, to our old friend Danny n 13 for stopping in for a lengthy but very, very good, I thought, strategy uh, talk. He's um, always one of my, we say this every time he's on, but he is one of my favorite people to talk strategy with, hands down. Always good. Uh, Just a smart guy, for sure. Absolutely. And uh, he actually kind of made me rethink a couple of things. I mean, I think when you and I talked about the the Larabe King-Queen hand, we were both like, in fact, I think I remember saying, "Do we even want to talk about this hand?" Because I think the analysis is going to be terrible, shove, and we're going to have to yeah. move on to the next hand. But we actually ended up kind of going into a little bit of depth on that one. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that is a sign of a good poker player that makes you kind of rethink yeah. even the, what you think are obvious decisions. Because I'm telling you, I would have skipped that hand in a second if you asked me to. Yeah,
2: it's you know, it's tricky because I think I think game flow really, you know, plays a big part in this and in in the game felt just completely wrong so yeah i
1: agree so uh but yeah good talk with danny so thanks again And, and and as he mentioned he uh he's offering coaching starting in the new year so hit him up and uh take him up on it because it's a really really good deal um let's jump into what we got going on over at tournament poker edge yeah so why don't you tell them about the uh the voting they need to do for us Yes, so we're very, very pleased to have been nominated for best poker training site at the British Poker Awards, which is put on by Bluff Magazine. Um, You know, it's it's funny. Like we've probably said this in past episodes and blogs and stuff like that, but it's the truth. When we start, when we started Tournament of Edge, I don't think either of us expected it to ever turn into what it's turned into. I mean, it's essentially become a lifestyle for everybody involved and. We're, we're pretty humbled by that. I certainly didn't expect to ever be nominated for Best Poker Training Site by anybody, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, much less Bluff Magazine. So we're really you know, – we're excited about it, and we'd love to win and go over and collect the trophy on behalf of all of our members. <laughs> so um, it should be pretty cool. And you know, it actually makes me realize now, like when you see people at award shows like the Grammys or whatever, they're like, it's just an honor to be nominated. And I always thought that was a really stupid thing to say. Um, but now that I've been nominated for something, it actually is an honor just to be nominated. So, um, you know, we're stoked about it, but if you have a second, uh, it doesn't cost anything to vote. It doesn't take, it takes like probably a minute and a half or something to do it. Um, you just go to the British poker com and there's a few other things to vote on there as well. Uh, but somewhere in that list, you'll see best poker training site. And if you want to throw us a vote, we would, uh, we would love you for it. Yep. Please vote. So Yeah. And I think, the, I think they announced the winners towards, towards the end of the year. So we're probably a month away from finding out who the winners are. But um, if it's us, we'll do something special yep. for all of you that voted. Awesome. Like some sort of shout-out or... Twitter, thank you, or something
3: <laughs> that doesn't sound very awesome, but I'll do wow. it. Wow! Anyway.
1: <laughs> yes, that's right. A shout out from Killenberg. Team KB, you get those every day. Team KB. <laughs> that's right. Hashtag Team KB. Um, so yeah, so that's one big thing, but also lots of exciting stuff happening on the site.
2: Yeah, um, I think the most exciting thing, obviously, there's always a great set of videos running from our pros, uh, but. I am pumped because we have the long, long awaited Ben Warrington post-flop theory series um, that is a follow-up to his pre-flop theory series, which was one of the best-reviewed uh, theory series that we ever ran, um, and it does not disappoint. Um, he has a great poker mind, and he's really great at explaining high-level concepts um, in, an e- in a very simple fashion. Um but I wouldn't say the I wouldn't say it's simple, right? It's not it's an advanced video, um, mm-hmm. and he goes over some very complex topics. Um, so it's definitely intermediate plus. But it's some of the best poker theory that we've had on the site. So that's yeah. running right now, and it's really really uh, fun.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to dig into it. I, mean, I, I know I loved his preflop series, and um, I guess part one of this went up a few days ago. So I'm I'm anxious. To dig into it, because I love Ben's way of thinking, I love his way of explaining things yep um, and this yeah, this should be a fun one question is what are we going to do next? yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, we have another series from him uh ready to go it won't go right after, but uh, he's working on something else, so nice uh, so we should see something else from him after um, as well Uh cancer review um, yeah, and you know uh, these are this is a great video for you know going into Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, when maybe you have a little more time to sit down um, and really put, put the thought and the work into fully absorbing uh, the concepts because they are right. very, very strong. Um, and then we also have, you know, hand reviews and live sweats. We just finished another series from Andrew um, that I loved. Um, I actually really... Br- uh, found it very valuable in preparing for my awful beat in the um, <laughs> Poker Classic. It was a uh, 2K live tournament that he played, and ma- in Maryland, um, where he took down all the details of a bunch of hands from a live series, which you don't get too many of those. So,
1: yeah, I, I thought this was a cool series because we do get a lot of people who ask, you know. They'll email and say, hey, I'm thinking about signing up, but is your site good for me? I only play live tournaments. And, you know, you can say as many times as you want. Well, you know, a lot of our pros use online as a way to demonstrate concepts, but they're perfectly applicable to live, but... I can see how people might not totally jive with that. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, to actually be able to present a live tournament hand history review, yeah. I thought was really cool. Yeah,
2: and Ben plays a lot live, too. So, you know, you, yeah. get, you get
1: a lot of that there, too.
2: So, so yeah, so, sure. so good videos, um, a lot of stuff that you can brush up on um, over the holidays, uh, go into some training mode. Um, as always, we'll keep running them out there, and um, we appreciate you guys coming on and checking them out.
1: For sure. Cool. All right. Well, I think with that, we can probably wrap it up. Um, Thank you, as always, to uh, Mr. Noseworthy for coming on. Love that dude. And uh, thank you to everybody out there for listening. We will be back hopefully very, very soon with another episode of the Tournament Poker Edge podcast. See you.
0: Later. Later. Please fold them, let them hit me, raise it, baby. Stay with me. I give me intuition. Play the cards with babes to start. And after she's been hooked, I'll play the one that's on the heart. Oh, wow, 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 wow. I'll get a heart. Show her Little Campbell is fun when you're with me. I love it. Russian roulette is not the same without a gun. And baby, when it's loving, it's not rough. It isn't fun, fun. Oh,